The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, Exactware, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geek Show Podcast, welcome to it. We're really feeling the love this week's episode of Geek Show Podcast, especially from our fine, fine sponsors, Dr. Bolt's Comic Connection, the friendly comic book store in Salt Lake. Don't be afraid to go in and ask the guys questions there. It's a judgment-free zone, especially for newbies and old-timers who want to start up again. 2043 East, 3300 South. They're open seven days a week. Go to drvolts.com, and I'll see you there next Wednesday. Cabin Fever Cards and Gifts, always been the one place in Salt Lake Valley to find eclectic and idiosyncratic gifts for any occasion since they opened their doors back in 82. Uh, They're in Salt Lake, 700 East, 600 South, in the heart of the Trolley Square Mall, open seven days a week. And the law office of Ryan J. Bichelle, specializing in personal injury claims. He's a friend of the program. One accident can put your life in crisis, and Ryan J. Bichelle will fight to get you the compensation you deserve. For a free consultation, contact him at 801-619-9505. Mention Geek Show for a special discount, or visit him online at rjb-law.org. Also, Star Trek, the ultimate voyage on tour. A live symphony orchestra performing Star Trek's groundbreaking music while the most iconic Star Trek film and TV footage is simultaneously beamed in high definition to a 40-foot widescreen at Kingsbury Hall, Friday, April 29th at 8 p.m. Get tickets online at tickets.utah.edu, by phone at 801-581-7100, or at the Kingsbury Hall box office. And Marvel Universe Live. See the epic battle between the Marvel's greatest superheroes and greatest supervillains. Playing Vivint Smart Home Arena, February 11th through the 14th. Visit smithticks.com for more information. It's geekshowpodcast.com. Remember, when you see our fine sponsors, tell them, Geek Show says hey. On with the show. I got a bunch of stuff we're just going to run right through. So it was aliens, aliens, spores, and bacteria. They need another strip mall. That's what they need. Rampage? Uh, You're talking about Rampage, right? Yeah. It is not fair that you have a time machine. Geek Show, Geek Show, Geek Show! Okay. So he takes the 747 right in the mouth. It was, sounds like someone I know. Yeah. Designed only for stripping. <laughs> Could you inject bacon into bacon? We're going too far with yeah. bacon. No, 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 no. At that point, George Lucas will make a good Star Wars movie. It was actually kind of lame. <laughs> it's a trap. <laughs> Geekshowpodcast.com. And welcome back to the basement. Yay! Woo! Yeah! I'm glad you all made it in one piece. Weather's all amazing. Right. I'm glad you put your neighborhood on ice. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Fuck winter. Cold miser. Carry the ice king. I just, I'm terribly sorry. I, I live on Mount Doom, and occasionally the yeah. mountain gets angry. And <laughs> it's, a, it's okay, Simon. You found your crown, and you froze the whole neighborhood. <laughs> I had to use my parking brake for the first time in like six months. I was like, where the fuck is this and thing? I t- and I told Jay that the part, the part of the driveway that he's parked in is like a gravity well. <laughs> it's like a gravity vortex. Yeah. We have to go out and occasionally check on his car to make sure it didn't slide into the road. Yeah. Yes. Uh-oh. Because that, ha- that happened. <laughs> No, the thing is, I ask him, I'm like, should I move it? He's like, that ah, should be fine. <laughs> it's funny. It should be fine. It's funny we'll how on it. when, you, when you don't drive in L.A. for a while, you stop using your emergency brake all the time. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to do all those J-turns on the freeway. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you get a Fast and Furious, that shit? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's uh, funny in a Ford Festiva. <laughs> Driving in this weather in a Honda Fit uh, kind of turns into Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. It was also extraordinarily fun watching that, uh, that fire engine just slide off the road. <laughs> Did it slide yeah. off the road? No. Sue was telling us uh, oh. about... 
the, it was on what, the whatever that one was going to. It was on the road. Oh. When y'all passed it, it was on the road. When yeah. she passed it, it was the not. road. <laughs> well, like, oh, is this on 215? Yeah, yeah we were yeah. coming up. Yeah. They had, when I passed it, they had the, the cab up and everything, and they were doing engine work at that point. Oh, yeah. well, <sighs> when we were coming up the, from the other direction, uh, the road just turned to shit out of nowhere. But then I saw I, I kind of had to hit. No, don't hit the brakes. Obviously, that's the worst thing you can do. But uh, there's this giant ambulances right behind us. I'm like, oh shit, here it comes. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least we'll be close to the emergency services. We still have some medical <laughs> equipment. <laughs> like, oh, we hit another one, Jed. Uh, welcoming our panel, mm-hmm. uh, fresh from Sundance, Ugh. and hanging out with Hugh Jackman and wishing him a happy Australia Day and L.A. and it's, L.A. It's been a week. He's been. Ugh. Talking to celebrities left and right, he yeah. is our own Jimmy Martin. Hey, hi Jimmy, what's up? Yeah, uh, just got back last night from uh, the How to Be Single junket, so we'll have those interviews coming up. I'm not going to ruin it on this episode. It's not or? the movie you think it is. No. So ah. how so how do you be single? Lonely. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't been news. single in ten years. I have no idea. Um, um, so we'll have that on this episode. Or no, or? it's a couple weeks. A couple of weeks. Maybe. Well, I'll look at the dates. Not All this right. one. Maybe next or the one after. But All right. It's, we saw it early. So, so yeah. Uh, watch me on KSL. Uh, big movie mouth off. Still going strong. I think some of you guys are coming soon. Didn't you call one soon? What did you want? You want Zoolander? Yeah. I know Jay, do- Jay picked Deadpool. Jay's got Deadpool. Actually, I didn't pick it. I just demanded well, my <laughs> way on it. Say, yo, hey. No, I actually. He elbowed his way in. Well, I Deadpool. texted you and I was like, yeah, I think it's appropriate that my only friend with a Deadpool tattoo should probably mm-hmm. do the Deadpool review, yeah. which I'm hearing some good things. Yeah. yeah. There, there's some murmuring yeah. going around. Yeah. I, thought so, it was uh, a, I thought it was a Spider Man tattoo. I'm going oh. I'm to. <laughs> Oh, oh man, man. That, that won't be a problem. Hey, kitty table. Give it, give it a couple of months. Yeah, couple of months. That will not be a problem for you anymore. It's going to be hey, cool Deadpool tattoo. No, or like you, you really like. You must have got that tattoo after the movie, huh? And you'll say had that for years, baby. Yeah, is it tracking right. to beat Zoolander two? It is. I it's, read it's, that it was. It's tracking yeah. to do fifty five. Fifty five. Yeah. You can yeah. tell people you like nice. Deadpool back when he was on vinyl. <laughs> right. Mm, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Uh, what's he? Uh, I the like Arrow. Dead, I like Deadpool back when he was a comic book. Yeah. That's how far I go back. <laughs> yeah, like, kind of like I liked the X Men back before they were uh, movies. Yep. Uh, the Arrow and Slug Magazine and Mediocre Show. Yes, there you have it. Uh, hi, Shannon. What's up, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Mr. B? Everyone. Yeah. Yay. Not feeling well today. The kids, I'm sorry, I'm going to be coughing in your ear for three hours. The kids at the Sev gave you that. Dirty little bastards. Like mongers. <laughs> yeah. So he's got a special concoction going of uh, whiskey, uh, water, and... and uh, it's got throat, throat coat, coat tea. And some lemon. Isn't that, like, what you, isn't that a hot toddy? Is that what that's called? Hmm? A hot toddy? No. I don't think a hot toddy has medicine in it. That's technically a hot toddy, is it? Not... Close. We got we to call it Close something. enough. You know what my dad would do whenever he would get this is he would, he would get a little whiskey and pour it in his coffee. It's called a shot toddy. And it, or, it works see, that's what time. I'm sort of doing, but there's a lot of whiskey. I was going to yeah. call it throat... Throat whiz or whatever, but yeah. Well, it looks well. It's throat. It's throat coat mixed with whiskey, like throat whiz. Like it is kind of yellow fuck? too. Yeah, it's, it's, thank you. Yeah, I see where you're going with that. Throat. I think Jay's just still mad at me for what? I didn't do shit to you. What happened? What the fuck just happened? What happened? <laughs> trying to say I'm drinking piss over here. <laughs> <laughs> so why would I be mad at you for that? Let me read a text exchange we had. Oh no. Oh, oh. shit. Oh. What'd you guys do? Yeah. I don't even know. Uh-oh. Fucker. Uh-oh. <laughs> what what did you do, Jay? I have no idea. What did you do? Were you, so remember you... I was hanging out with you the other day. Oh, yeah. in, uh, in part, in part oh I know what he's about to do. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, I sent Jay this text because it was fucking true. 
Hey, uh, the bald guy from Key and Pill is here at Wasatch. Yeah, he was. And he yeah. just sends me back this text. He, w- he wouldn't come in and talk to us. Yeah, he sends me back this text. Kegel, Mike, and Michael Key. Oh, like, like, like he didn't know which one was which. No, well, no, it's just like he goes Keegan Michael Key. Is there like a that. question and, mark in and there? Actually, no. It says Key, like that. And I go, well, yeah. How do you know it said it like yeah, that though? Because I could tell. Is it? That's not how I talk is in it, text messages. Is it all caps? Was it an angry J font? No, it's yeah, not. It, was, it was. It was an angry J font. It said Keegan Michael Key, <laughs> like that. <laughs> and I said, so, so you're saying his angry font is Joker Man? Yeah. Oh, and, no. then, and then I responded back, yeah. The bald guy. <laughs> and then I wrote, I know how to spell that. <laughs> oh. You so, too. Keegan Michael Kick. I don't know if I wanted to sit between these two. No, you need to moderate. You need to be bickering. You need to be the, the voice of reason. Man, you're in trouble. You I got the kitty table over yeah. here bickering. I am. You got them too. The voice of reason. Here he is, yeah. the voice of reason, Lee George Cade. Hi there. I am the voice of reason. It's Lee George Kate. <laughs> the bald the bald one. Yeah. Or the, the, bald sorry, one. the balding one. Hey, you know what I love about Sundance? What? It's one time a year people wear fur coats into a vegan restaurant. Oh what? bad for them. Yeah. Don't. Really? Yeah. And at one point I was like, so you're here for Sundance. How could you tell? Fur coat and you weigh ten pounds. So yeah, <laughs> you're here for it. Sundance. Fantastic. Fur coat in a vegan restaurant. Did you give them service? Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Just kinda irked you. No, this is all takeout. You can't tell. It's probably somebody's assistant anyway. That's so, probably true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. But pretty amazing. Uh, what, the rest of the year, no fur coats. It's fantastic. So uh, Fresh Eatery, 145 East, 1300 South, Suite 201. Uh, we're open Monday through Saturday, and we love you. Thank you so much for supporting us. And uh, also, my comic, Grimley's, uh, coming on 200 subscribers now. Oh, really? So, yeah. yeah. Right. And, I'm a subscriber. And the, and the story is getting grim now. So if you're if you're just waiting for the murdery parts... Yeah, um, that's that's happening. Um, and if you like dead children, that's happening too. Oh, I'm so, in. I know. <laughs> I just, <laughs> and in two weeks, it's going to be Carrie's celebrity endorsement. Hi, I'm Carrie Jackson, and I'm here to talk to you about murdering children. Grimleys. It's the comic that keeps on giving. It's art. It's fantastic stuff. So, uh, and seriously, thank you everybody for uh, supporting all of my mini endeavors. And there's just more coming because I'm insane. Like Geek Show Fit. On yeah. Facebook. Uh, yeah, Geek Show Fit on Facebook. I guess uh, you and Excitable James are teaming up to get a Geek Show Fit t-shirt. Yep, and that's going live. As you hear this, you'll be able to get the awesome. t-shirt, tank top, that's whatever, great. so you can actually uh, wear wear Geek Show while you're working out. I, I do it is anyway. It, is it like a new design? Or? Uh, yeah, we took the Geek Show Fit logo. Mm-hmm. We kind of aged it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can get it as a tank top, uh, t-shirt, and uh, it's $19.99, and that covers everything. Tax, uh, shipping, domestic nice. shipping. I mean, sorry, Nikki, we can't send you a shirt for $19.99 to New Zealand, <laughs> but uh, still. Uh, as of this episode, pre-order only, and they will be processed uh, the week of February 15th. So yep. that'll be how so long it takes. Stuff, and uh, we're going to do more designs as they come out because I love the reaction people are having on Geek Show Fit. Mm-hmm. It's a completely... It's, it is blowing up. I get the notifications all the time. It's right. super positive, and that's yeah. what it's all about. It's just like, I don't care where you're at on, on the stage of your journey. If you're trying to get healthy, you belong. And we're gonna we're gonna prop you up the whole way. There isn't gonna be any second guessing. There isn't gonna be any. Well, you know what? You should try. This yeah. is all about supporting people and building mm-hmm. them up. And, and so. there's there's no money. No it's, money. It's yeah. just it's just a support group of it's other geeks. Exactly. So. Exactly. So it's right. it's been going great. Jay pops on there every once in a while, and cool. everybody's like, "Show us your butt, Jay. <laughs> Show us your knees, Jay. Show us." 
Show us that selfie of you working out in your tank top, Jay. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the single most objectified man on the internet. <laughs> Lucky. Well, well, that I know. <laughs> Lucky. That I personally know. Yeah. I want to be objectified. No, you don't. Okay. Yeah, I, wor- I work with some people at the Nerd Factory that objectify me on a continuous basis. I'm, I'm legit at the point where I might like seriously have to file for sexual harassment. No joke. I'm like my dad's. I called my dad and I was like, explain this. He's, what an interesting problem to have. And he, yeah. said, no, he, said, he said, motherfucker, you got good problems, and hung up on me. <laughs> so, He's a um, wise man. Jay, you know as, what you're doing? Huh. You don't know how to be single. Jay, as a, as a former, <laughs> as, a, as a specialized, highly trained HR mediator for yeah. sexual harassment mm-hmm. claims, would you like to talk? Kind of. He's done it. Would the you, voice of reason? Could you come a little closer while we talk about man, this? Man, this is weird. <laughs> Take your hand out my pocket. Oh man. Now the shirt's chafing me. <laughs> Classic <laughs> Simpsons my, line. My nipples are sensitive. <laughs> Jay Whitaker, everyone. What's up? Go to jaywhitakercomedy.com. Yep. Just doing, you know, just hanging out, doing shit, living the dream, avoiding a nightmare, doing some mediocre parenting. What the fuck have I been doing recently? Hold on, I got. I'm trying to plug some shit. I know you've been working on some new stuff. You've been yeah, working out and eating whole pizzas. <laughs> like that's, at least that's what your social media tells me. Yeah, um, you've been, <laughs> stop, you've been stopping cars. <laughs> to be honest, y'all, I ain't really doing shit. I got nothing to plug. Just live your life, and just be positive, and slap them, slap people that don't like be positive. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. our next T-shirt. January's like slow for everybody though. Mm-hmm. Really. A not bit. for you. Well, yeah, that's different though, because yeah. yeah. I totally get it. Yeah. And gyms, obviously. Yeah. yeah. But. Uh, here he is, designated driver and producer of the program. Hey, Quad T. How's it going, guys? That's right. Tony. I got. I got a Twitter. Is this the first time you've ever talked to anybody while Holiday in Cambodia is playing in the background? Yes. No, Maybe this place here all the time. Okay. So probably not then. Okay. There it is. <laughs> what is this? Dead Kennedys. This is cool. You never heard Wait this? Wait a minute. This is in Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Yeah. yeah. I knew I'd heard it before. This is, this Jesus is Christ. This is the album that caused my grandma to have a very special talk with my mom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember playing this on the Sony PlayStation. Uh-huh. What? Yeah, I remember playing this on a turntable. The first time, right. my, the first the, time my mother... What's a turntable? The first time my mother was afraid of my music was Kiss. Oh, yeah? The second time she was afraid of my music was uh, The Vapors, because mm. I went to a Vapors show. And then I introduced her to Ted Kennedy's. Yeah, my grandma's exact words were, the Kennedys were nice people. Why would anybody want them dead? My, Cambodia, my, a war zone? My dad walked so, in onto me uh, dancing the prodigy, smack my bitch up. He, he threw a fit. He was like, what really? the fuck is this? Uh, Scottish, Dad. Didn't your dad buy a comic called Bitch Planet? Yeah, well, he, you know, he's a wiser, older man. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about your Twitter, Tony. Oh, yes. I, I got one. It's at Quad T Tony. You've been tweeting a lot more. Yeah. I, I've I, I have things to say sometimes. Some days I don't. You'd rather burn out than fade away? Yeah. A lot of game yeah. stuff. Yeah. I'm actually playing the uh, the Division beta right now. I don't like Division. And it looks really cool. I'll, I'll tell you about it a little bit later. Okay. I hear it's long. Cool. Captain Custard himself. <laughs> Too tall Tony. <laughs> All right. And our host, y'all. Oh. What? Oh, hi. Can't do this show without a oh. no, sir. host. Choo choo. No, sir. Thank you so Carrie much. Carrie Jackson. Hi, everyone. Host of the entertainment train. How the, are you? The K train. The cat herder. Does it have to be a train? Uh, it could be a blimp. Can it be a man. monorail? <laughs> it could be a man train. You're the caboose. I don't want to be on a track. I want to be able to... Well, if you're road. on a track, you know, it's, it's, we're so. not staying on it long. Besides, That's a guarantee. Besides Goodyear, does anybody use blimps anymore? No. Uh, they call them dirigibles in fashionable circles. Yeah. I thought they were called zeppelins. <laughs> I'm going to climb aboard yeah. my dirigible. That's a really good question. I'm like legit trying to think about that. 
Like Ain't nobody using a blimp no more. That's like the only blimp. I, I do believe that there are a lot of steampunk aficionados that wish the blimp would come back. What the fuck is steampunk? I'll, I'll, let's, I'll come a little closer. I'll talk to you. About it. <laughs> <laughs> so if anyone here can explain it, uh, ste- Don't steampunk, do it. steampunk is a derivative uh, from originally started out with cyberpunk. Then and Jules had, Verne and all that shit. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Jules Verne's very cyberpunk, and the people that are doing Jules Verne right right now, there's a lot of comics doing Jules Verne and H.G. Wells. They're doing the whole cyberpunk thing. So it's mostly steam engine uh, stuff, steam technology. There's a great anime called Steam Boy that gets into steampunk perfectly. Uh, but Diesel Punk, that's your George Miller Mad Max mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always say kind of like it's cyberpunk's like f- your William Gibson. A vision of the future from like the 20s is what oh, I was going to say. Yeah, kind of. Great, great cyberpunk, uh, or I'm sorry, steampunk. Actually, no. It's, it's actually more, they call it atomic punk, is uh, Sky Captain. So oh, okay. yeah, all, these yeah, yeah. all these different punk things. That the, the Space Mountain ride mm-hmm. at the Paris Disneyland is, is extraordinarily steampunk. Google image that. Well, huh. isn't, isn't the Paris Disneyland like all it, Jules well, Verne? Well, the Land? Tomorrowland is like Jules Verne. Yeah. Like you would yeah. Really? But, but the Space Mountain, it's, it's a different ride than Florida or Anaheim. So you get a lot of people with goggles and, and like Victorian or Edwardian clothes. They look really, really fancy as hell, but they have ray guns. Yeah. It's it's a pretty neat aesthetic. Yeah. Is the ray gun like made of steam? Ray like, gun? If you want to see some, it's, it's like it's, old timey Flash Gordon shit. Yeah. It's, a, okay. it's atomic. Jay. If you want to see some really cool stuff, uh, Weta. Yeah, There's a lot of Weta. Weta, what the uh, Doctor Gorg Ports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, ray gun catalog. Mm-hmm. Jimmy gave me that. It's so beautiful. awesome. <laughs> hey, hey, K Hovercraft. Where can we find you other than here? Oh, uh... (laughs) (laughs) He didn't want to be a train, and he wanted to go all terrain. What's better than hovercraft? Uh, Well, I'll I'll tell you in a second. Uh, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10, uh, x96.com. Or if you're in trouble. Or here. Just light off the carry signal. He'll show up and save you. Or follow me on uh, Twitter. I wouldn't follow me on Facebook if I were you. No, you're <laughs> erratic. I'm not there. Yeah. I, I post all kinds of funny things on your page, and you never respond. I, mean, I, <laughs> I, po- I post about this, sh- this show, you know. And, and you wish people a happy and birthday. And I wish people happy birthdays, that's all you do. but that's all. Uh, no, this is, the, this is the vehicle. And I, ever, I'm sure that Jimmy got this on his Facebook a thousand times. Yep. 900 times. Yep. Uh, DeLoreans <laughs> coming yeah. back. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> is this steampunk? <laughs> it could be. Very easily. They're bringing, <laughs> they're bringing the, the original model back? DeLorean. Yeah, but are, are they updating it? Is it gonna the look? only update. Yeah, that's what I want to know. It's invulnerable to bankruptcy. <laughs> As a CD player now. It's not being paid for by cocaine. Yeah. Um, the only difference is the engine. Yeah. They put that's a, it? a bigger engine like in a it. This 350 a engine horsepower in. engine or something. Because that was the biggest complaint I read about the well, DeLorean when it first came out was a weak sauce engine only, for a heavy a, car. It was 130 horsepower, yeah. the original. It also had a tendency for models to lounge on it. Well, that's not but, a bad uh, thing. No, it, it's really annoying when you're trying to drive somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but it uh, will have a V6 in it and between 350 to 400 horsepower. Nice. So it'll finally be able to go 88. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> and a cassette, will, it'll have a cassette player? Well, eight, eight I, that I don't know, because it, no. it, here's, here's what it said. The cars will be built from an inventory of a million spare parts that have been in storage ever since the Belfast, Belfast plant closed. Okay. Uh, the company calls itself a DeLorean motor company, not related to the original. Bought up the car's parts and engineering plans in the 90s, including about 1,000 of, of, the of, of, the, of the doors. Uh, since then, the new company has been using those parts... Recondition the collector. You know they've been selling the parts to collectors who've been hmm. you know building their own time machine replicas. Oh. Uh, but they they decided they're just going to start making it. So it'll I don't know. It might have a cassette in it. <laughs> That's so weird. That's cool. A cassette or an eight track. What what does the one in Back to the Future? I'm sure it have a cassette. Yeah, just a tape player. I mean, it was 
1985. So, yeah. But you'll be able to get them. How much? How much? Uh, let's see. I'm going to say at least 100 grand. You think so? Oh, yeah. That's much. Uh, you know, I forgot to get that off of the story, but as I recall, it's about a hundred grand or more. Yeah, Ooh. the the original DeLorean was not cheap either. So, Ooh. so you'll be seeing my uh, my Kickstarter. Yeah, yeah. Your, your GoFundMe. <laughs> your GoFundMe. I look at Hi, that. Hi, my name's Jimmy, my and name. my life's ambition has been to review movies and to own a DeLorean. <laughs> Please help me. Please help me. <laughs> Low cost, twenty nine ninety five a month. You could support my DeLorean habit. I'll take you around in it. I will. That's not a bad, Probably not take you around. It's not a bad dream it. to have, I think. No, reviewing movies and to have a DeLorean. Yeah. All those damn models won't get off his fucking car. That's hilarious. We got, we got half of it done. Yeah. You're on your way. Maybe you should review movies about DeLoreans. <laughs> I guess you have to send me one on the news. And the new DeLorean people will be like, well, you know, this guy is highly specialized. He just reviews movies about DeLoreans. It's a shoe in. <laughs> that must mean he's expensive. So that's uh, Back to the Future 1, 2, and 3, and The Wedding Singer. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah. Well, okay. And that one movie, and, and that one movie, my cousin made with his girlfriend. But <laughs> and I'll bet there's want to review that. I'll bet there's a documentary about it out there. Oh, of course there is. Got to be a documentary. Yeah, yeah. it's called Death of a Dream: The DeLorean Motor Car. Yeah. <laughs> cocaine. Wah, wah. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> <laughs> Keep hearing that. <laughs> <laughs> that explains so much about my cousin and his girlfriend. It was. It was a long time ago. I saw for sale. It was a little metal DeLorean car, like solid piece, and sticking out of the back of a. Was a spoon, a little spoon, a little yeah. tiny spoon, a little <laughs> classy, little DeLorean Coke spoon, so nice, classy. All right, uh, let's see. Um, because that's what we do is clear up rumors. Oh Jesus! Again. What are we clearing up this time? So well, it's funny rumors. because uh, James Gunn has just out and out said, "Don't ask me any more questions." I'm not telling you because I'm not telling you a goddamn thing, mm-hmm. and I'm not. I'm not even going to bother confirming or denying anything anymore. Because I'm, t- I'm tired of all of you. How long ago was this? Because I've seen way. him responding to stuff just like yesterday. Well, this was on his Facebook page about a week ago, and he has been now back responding to stuff. But he's not been, you know, real upfront with details. Well, he's spoiling anything. Yeah, he's just, someone asked him if, uh, if what the Russo brothers were in contact with the Phase 3 directors. And he's like, yeah, like every day. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So, so there's that has been going on. Um, but now other people have started doing it. Linda Carter's agent had to step up. <laughs> Linda Carter, like the original Wonder Woman? Yeah. Okay. And say, no, she's not in the new movie. Okay. <laughs> and uh, Junkie XL oh, yeah. oh. Uh, had to step up and say, uh, I'm not scoring I'm, it. I'm not scoring the movie. <laughs> what did he just do? Uh, Mad, Mad Max. Max. That's what yeah. I thought. I, yeah. Yeah. It was, I think it was he's fucking doing amazing. one of the new DC movies. Uh, he might be doing Batman versus Superman. I'm not sure. I th- he might be. Yeah, he's, but he he's, uh, he is doing something else because Warner Brothers loves him now after after Mad Max. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, he he's it's like I said, folks. You, you just you gotta you know. Well, and you gotta do you gotta do your research. I've I've been putting out fires over this whole uh, lack of Ray action figures from Star Wars because people are screaming, oh, they they intentionally didn't make Ray action figures. Okay, go to Entertainment Earth. If you do not believe me, go to Entertainment Earth. It's one of the largest retailers of action figures in the country. Yes. Pull up Star Wars Black Series for for Force Awakens, and look at the case assortments for all of the action figures. You'll see what the breakdown is. Ray. The reason why you can't find Ray in a store because she's selling like crazy. Yeah. Yes. Not not because of lack of merchandise. Now the monopoly <laughs> thing that was a fuck up. That was a fuck up. But this other thing, people, you gotta stop and do your research just mm-hmm. for a second because there are a lot of people out there. Uh, my favorite news source, IO9, just went negative. They they got bought out or merged with uh, yeah, I they, think Kotaku and and they it's, it's that whole big group. Yeah, yeah, they became negative all of a sudden. They went Aww. from this starry eyed, optimistic. We review shows, we talk yeah. about geek stuff, and now it's like ten terrible things about the things you love. 
Like, uh, well, fuck you. That's the internet it's now. Clickbait. So it's, it's, it's all to, clickbait. Yeah. It's yeah. Starting to sound like crack. Yeah, crack went to hell too. Negative. And and it doesn't need website. to be that way, guys. Yeah. So before you post the five thousand things about how this company's screwing this guy over or something else, yeah, do your due diligence. Do, do yeah. some re- research it. Before Stop you, spreading it as fact. Yeah. Before you retweet and put it on your Facebook or share it. And if the name El Mahimbe is on there anywhere, it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. This uh, this will be interesting. Oh, I wanted to get Mr. B's take on. Legends of Tomorrow. It's fantastic. I like it. Too. The, I've only seen the pilot. <clears throat> I've only seen the Great. pilot. But it's glorious. I watched the new one last night. Me too. Yeah. Still it was, good. It was good. Oh, it's fucking amazing. Good. They pull some shit on episode two. I'm not gonna spoil it. Blew my fucking mind. Well, I cannot believe it's, it. It's funny how the DC TV formula, when you take it away from, I, I'm not slamming Berlanti. He actually did the impossible with Flash and with Arrow and even with Supergirl. But moving Berlanti away from the and, and getting away from the DC CW TV formula has made a really refreshing kick ass superhero TV show. Yeah. Do I mean, and speaking of DC TV, uh, this week's episode of Flash with the return of the reverse flash. That was oh, yeah. awesome. That was Holy good. shit. That episode was fantastic. Um, yeah. That's I, I ain't seen shit. Legends of Tomorrow is cool because it's just it's fucking bananas. It is. <laughs> There's it, so it, much going on and it really the is. characters are so good. Um, the uh, I like how they're actually playing a little more with time travel. I mean, yeah. it's a time travel based show, oh, but with, but with there's Rory a lot the more, Lord. a lot more time master, um, a lot more like consequences to their actions. Whereas Flash, when he travels through time in the Flash TV series, it's just kind of like, okay, you obviously didn't see this week's episode of Flash. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did, but I did, but it's still no. There's there's big 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 consequences with Legends of Tomorrow, like butterfly effect style. Yeah, mm. damn. Uh, my thing is like. God, this is good. It is. And I was like, God, I think I might almost like this as much or more than Flash. Yeah. Two episodes. Yeah. Well, that's fine. It's my fucking opinion. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll tell you what, it looks like shit. Extra shit now. Fucking Arrow, man. Well, no, so I haven't seen this week's episode. Uh, but I, this I week's have, was kind of weird. I have, and I... I'm at that point where days of our arrow. I told you that if I if I really like <laughs> Legends of Tomorrow, I may drop Arrow. You gonna trade? Fuck. Trade, I may yeah. trade. Arrow. But I think I'm gonna step out of Supergirl. I know I've been threatening for a while, but I'm like I love Supergirl. I'm gonna stick yeah. around for the Starro thing and the Bizarro Supergirl, and then I'll then I'll watch. I love that show because I want to yeah, see they, how they pull those two things. All the out. shit that they did this week, this last week with the, uh, I can't believe they brought on the White Martians. All this sh- oh, shit with oh, fucking. I'm an episode behind. Yeah, White Martians. Bro. Awesome. Egg told and you get that. a bunch of shit on Mars. It's so fucking good. Oh, I love what they're doing with Martian yeah, Manhunter yeah. in that show. Fuck Ooh. you, Arrow. I'm still gonna keep watching Arrow just so I can tell it how shitty it is. <laughs> <when> I, <watch laughs> it. I don't know. I was I was not a fan of the last episode with Felicity's weirdness. Oh, I know. It's so it, fucking and days it was, of our lives. It was, and it was all self-contained in one episode. It had no consequence whatsoever to anything else going on. You know on. what I, I said? W- when I read the description and the first word was diggle, I went, oh, yay. <laughs> I, wonder, I, wonder if, I wonder if they're just stuck because, I mean, the same crew did Supergirl. The same crew did Flash. But Arrow just hasn't evolved, and I wonder if they're just stuck in the formula and they can't bust Probably. out. Probably, it's possible. Well, I'll say this: I was watching the, uh, a week ago, and Cat Cat doesn't watch Arrow; she watches Flash. Mm-hmm. And she walked in right when Diggle was running by in that helmet, and she's like, 
fuck is he wearing? <laughs> oh, it's so funny because my wife, my wife was a diehard arrow booster because uh, Stephen Amell looks really good when he does the salmon ladder, and yeah. that's she'd be like, ah, uh, drool, drool, drool. <laughs> yeah. And so she, we'd watch the Flash because my son and I, fucking Flash, we'd just light up, and I, I showed him pictures of you and I running around during the original Flash series. We, the theme would come on, and Shannon and I would just run around the house like lunatics, <laughs> and yeah. uh, you know, and we'd get high and fall asleep. But. Uh, <laughs> So, so we watched The Flash for the first year, and, and she wouldn't watch. And then this year, she's watching, and she fucking loves it. And yeah, it's, so it, it's everything. It's the writing. It's the the characters. Joe. Fucking Joe oh, breaks Joe's my heart good. every episode. He's I would, amazing. I'm going to say the same thing for Legends, though. Yeah. I love... God damn, Heat Wave is so fucking good on that show. <laughs> He's way cool. He's my favorite. Um, Firestorm... Uh, Especially the professor, the bar fight in the on the pilot yeah. was oh, like yeah. my favorite thing because oh, the whole thing, the chemistry between Captain Cold and, and White Canary was killing me, mm-hmm. yeah. and she bugged the fuck out of me before yeah. this show. They started. changed her character a ton. Oh yeah, in so much better. Of tomorrow, yeah, she's great. That she's she's, hit, she's hitting, on the, hitting on the biker's girlfriend. And <laughs> <laughs> I'll say uh, that this junkie that I just went on for uh, the How to Be Single one. Uh, it's Warner Brothers, and so we were sitting around. And they had like a little pre-cocktail party before the screening, mm-hmm. and me and one of the reps just started talking about Batman v Superman, and then mm-hmm. like where it's going and stuff like that. And I was like, "Have you seen it yet?" And she's like, "No," uh, which she could be lying. Who knows? And but then she, uh, and then she black bagged you. No, but we. I mean, we were nerding out for about an hour about just uh, DC and whatnot. And I go, I'll tell you right now who I'm worried for the most. That Flash movie, because I go, Flash TV show is bringing it. Yeah. And yep. like people love it, you know? Yep. So he's got some shoes to fill. But I, <laughs> and just, I think it's going to be confusing to people. I think it will be. I think, if anything, like the kids at the Sev, yeah. I think that's what's going to be more confusing. Yeah. You know, well, all of us will know the difference. Because the kids at the Sev love that show. Now yeah. in the well, movie, and in you the hear movie. Stephen Amell when he, when he came out a year ago saying Grant Gustin brought everything the Flash needed. Yeah. And then to turn around and cast somebody else. Um, I don't know. Well, Go ahead, make make the movie, but I would have put the kid in it. Did you read that Flash good. was number one in its time slot this week? Yeah, Shit. it's huge. CW, uh, more I, superhero shows coming your way. Well, I did. I did hear that Diggle's getting a new uh, helmet. So I read oh, that good. too. Yeah. No, because I was going to say, <laughs> courtesy when, of Cisco. When I went to lunch up uh, on the mount on Monday, I saw one of those little kids. One of, those, one of those babies in the head shape and helmet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it looks just like Diggle's fucking helmet. It does. Yeah, they, 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 Said it wasn't they promised, black. It was like purple. They promised this time it would cover his chin. <laughs> That's hilarious. This thing's so, so fucking ugly. Um, but uh, here's something to look forward to on Legends of Tomorrow. John Axe. And now, now when I say the name, don't be upset. Preacher. Stephen Amell. Oh. I know. Is going I've to be on this. Legends of Tomorrow, and he's going to be playing... Green Arrow from 2046. Yep. Yes. Oh. Yep. oh I see this. Yeah. Is he going to be old? Yes. He will be old. That's he will. He will cool. have the goatee, and he will be missing an arm. Yeah. No yeah. Yeah. He got no arm, y'all. What? No, that's <laughs> yeah. that's going to be awesome. <laughs> I saw that shit. I was like, yeah. Oh no, I like. That's Green- pretty rad. Yeah. I love Green Arrow when he's on a good show. Yeah, he's great when he shows up on Flash. Yeah. But I wonder if it's gonna look good, or you can like totally see like his like body is like. Oh, they're just gonna map it out. Too wide. Actually, they're gonna have a he's gonna have a, a fake arm that looks like Felicity. You say map it out? I don't. CW money has that kind of ability. Yeah. Those wings, <laughs> those wings on the Hawks look pretty good for TV money. Yeah, That's yeah, true. not bad. And they did a fucking tiger shot, yo. <laughs> and uh, Grod, no King Shark, King, yeah, King Grod, Shark, you King know Grod, looked, yeah. Grod looked fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah. and Gorilla really City. Good. <laughs> I got so excited when I saw King Shark that I wanted them to do like a live action version of Street Shark. Is that shit? <laughs> like, I was like, oh shit! I remember that cartoon. Have y'all seen that video of uh, old Vin Diesel? Vin Diesel, <laughs> Vin Diesel with Street Shark. 
Have you seen it? Yeah. Oh it's my god. Fucking, it's it's too much. What is it? What is it? It's a video. <laughs> He's <laughs> like promoting Street Sharks it's at like a toy fair. Oh, that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And hey. it's like a young Vin Diesel from. He's probably like twenty-seven. And he's got hair. Oh, he's. And, was he a voice in that cartoon? No, he's, no he's just, there's this uh, show in New York every year, a toy fair, uh-huh. where the toy to companies models. present their new shit. Right. And they have good-looking people. They usually call them booth babes. Yeah, demonstra- right. okay. demonstrating the thing. And so they had Vin Diesel demonstrating Street Shark. Yeah. He's like, check out his rocket punch. <laughs> yeah, rocket punch. <laughs> this. <laughs> and he's like 75% smaller. Yeah. Yep. Easily. It's so funny. This is Sledge. He's the hammerhead. Like, he's like really into it. it it's, he's fucking You know what? He's, he's into it. He's doing his job. Yeah. Yep. Because you're sitting there going, like, yeah, I want to play with these toys. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I still, I, I watched that video. I was like, I want to fucking play with those things again. <laughs> yeah. So funny. Bring back Street Sharks. Uh, let's see. And then the other TV superhero stuff news I have is uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, this uh, spinoff show that they're doing with... Uh, Mockingbird. Oh, Marvel's we keep most talking wanted. about yeah. this, yeah. though. Marvel's most wanted. It's going forward. Yeah, they cast okay. somebody yep. else. I remember that. Yeah, okay, yeah so they, they did added, cast somebody else. They've added Delroy Lindo to the cast. Ooh, oh, he's he's, uh, he's always good. He's he's playing an old World War II guy, isn't he? He's playing Dominic Fortune. Yeah, who first appeared in 1975, Marvel Preview number two. Uh, Howard Chaykin is the guy who. Wrote but he was a white guy. Man. Delroy Who cares? good, though, man. He was, he's always got that stern face. He's a rogue adventurer in the 1930s. Fortune craved wealth and excitement with his globe-trotting odysseys. Uh, so that, that changed the character a little bit. That's all. I always cool. liked him in Gone in 60 Seconds for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> I like him in everything he's ever in. Yeah. I, I liked him in uh, The One with uh, yeah. Jet Li. Yeah, he was in there. Uh, I liked him when he was at Toy Fair promoting toys. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, yeah. Wrong actor. Oh, <laughs> the One was better when it was called Highlander. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, Agent Carter this this uh, past episode that I, I watched. Haven't, I, haven't I, haven't I haven't watched him yet. Good oh, episode. It was it was so cool. If you were an old time comics fan, I haven't caught up yet. I'll just tell you because it was so cool. That's fine. Tell me. You know, Tony Stark goes to Holly or uh, Howard Stark goes yeah. to Hollywood, and of course he starts up a studio. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, what's the first movie he's making? Kid Colt. Shut up. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. That's dressed, awesome. Dressed the same way and everything. Oh, that's my so God. cool. That's an old Marvel Comics character from yeah. ages ago. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to do Rawhide Kid. Western comics. Oh, Rawhide Kid's yeah. DC. Duh. No, Rawhide Kid's Marvel. He is? Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Because they, they brought him back and he was gay. Right. Slap leather. And it was so good. That yeah. Those, there, there was two like short runs of, of, of Rawhide Kid where he's gay. Yeah. <laughs> they, were, they were hilarious. I had... Uh, I told Kat, I was like, you should really watch Agent Carter. Like, I think oh, it's like, great. She's a great female, you know, uh, mm. character and and you know, powerful and whatnot. I mean, when she beats the shit out of people, it looks real. When and, she was, um, when she was using that punching bag oh, in the yeah. last see, episode. I see, I haven't I haven't started season two, but someone she told me about that. Looks so tough. Yeah. Like, well, they said like, in the first season that uh, a couple of the stuntmen had to ask her to lay off a little bit because she's her her background's in basically boxing. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so she she actually she actually lands something. a couple times. Yeah. yeah. She is but the awesome. uh what was so I was like you should watch it. She's like, "Well, okay." So she went to like on demand, we have Hulu, Netflix like that. She, and she's like, "It's not anywhere. I can't find it." Like season 1 cuz she didn't oh, catch yeah. up. And then then that's when I found out that the only way to get season 1 on Blu-ray or I guess even DVD, it was an Amazon exclusive. Mm. Really? Yeah, you couldn't buy it really? anywhere. Cuz I was going to just trade something in FYE or go to Best Buy and just mm. buy it, you know, so she could watch it. And they're like, yeah, we don't have it. So we actually had to buy, borrow it from our, our friend Eddie. Oh, so Eddie she, had it, yeah. So she marathoned like, the whole thing in a day. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I call, I tell, call uh, Agent Carter, that's the Mangler's girlfriend. <laughs> well, yeah. She loves that show. And that's what Kat said. She goes, uh, she's my new crush. She's like, I'm oh, kind of yeah. over Oscar Isaac now. I'm going on, yeah. <laughs> on to her. I love, I love so. that she has like a new crush almost every month. <laughs> <laughs> well, Haley Atwell. Crush. 
Haley Atwell. I'm I'm late to the party on Black Mirror, but I finally did. Got, you see that episode? I finally with her? got caught up. Took you oh, a year. Man. Took me a year. Yeah, but that's what a great. Did you love that show? Fucking show. That I know show, you had to love that show. I fucking love that what, show because yeah. you know how much I love the Twilight Zone. Yeah, and yeah. that's and I know how much you love the darkness. Did, and did yeah. you did you love the uh, did you love the future where everybody can be famous episode? Now, which one was that one? That was that the one where you live in a tiny little booth that plays porn commercials all the time. Oh, yeah. yes. And you, that, and you you have to, that you have to pay yes. to turn off because your, your walls, your ceiling, your floor, everything's a TV screen. Okay. And it's like eight by eight and you have a bed. And so you work all day on a treadmill to power the city. And the treadmill shows TV shows. And if they're terrible TV shows, you have to pay money that you earn being on the treadmill uh, to turn it off or okay. to put on a different show. Yeah. And to buy nutritious food costs a ton of money. Yeah. To buy junk food costs next to nothing. But if you get fat, they put you in sanitation. And the only way out of any of this is onto some sort of fucked up American Idol show. Uh-huh. But if you don't get selected for American Idol, they put you in porn. It was it was what? a really so, good episode. So Sometimes guy, if you do get selected, you get yeah. yeah. So this guy spends he spends like ten years saving up all of his credits from working on the treadmill and not eating junk food and all this other stuff. And I think his brother died and gave him all of mm-hmm. his credits. Yeah. So he, and had he a meets bunch. this girl who's got a great singing voice and whatever else. And gives her all in her love credits. with her. Oh, he's in love with her. Yeah. And she goes to audition and and one of the guys, one of the judges, he's, he's looking basically at her. He's Simon like, Cowell. Yeah, the Simon Cowell guy. He looks at her and goes, "I want to watch you fuck." And so this guy spends the rest of his life because he's broke now. Stuck in a room, he doesn't have the money to turn off the porn commercials with, with his her girlfriend. On. <laughs> no, that's only halfway through the episode. I know. Don't don't <laughs> ruin the rest of it. I won't. Okay. It's a really good <laughs> episode. From that point yeah. on, it goes ape shit. All right, Black yeah. Mirror on it's Netflix. So it's on guys. Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Okay. it's a British show. If you, they just had a uh, Christmas special. Did you see that one? I watched it. it John was so Hamm. good. So good. Yeah. Yeah. That yes. thing had like seventeen twists in it. Yeah. How many? Yeah. Uh, how how many are you excited are about this? You guys are all excited. This is the saddest shit in the world. But it's so amazing. Well done. So good. You know why? Because it could happen. God. Well, especially Bullshit. the, you remember, you remember the nothing uh, on there, nothing all, that happens on that show is out of the realm of possibility. You know how it's, it's going to happen? True. It's Trump. The one, the one. <laughs> well, if it does happen with Trump, I hope the pig fucker thing actually happens. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It was weird because the the chip one, the one with the chip behind the ear, uh-huh. uh huh, episode of Black Mirror. Moments before I watched that episode, I was walking a doc, watching a documentary about biotechnology, mm-hmm. and those chips are real, man. The ones that you can they, rewind? Not and, the ones that record yet. Yeah. We're not at that stage yet, but yeah. those those chips are coming, and people are voluntarily getting them put into them. No fucking what way. The fuck? And uh, But the, the chips in this one, is, is it records everything in your Every head. Every moment of your life. Oh, like it, in that Robin Williams movie. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, I know what you're talking you about. Yeah. So, that movie freaked me the fuck but out. But you can go back one, and rewind and well, review and yeah. zoom in. It basically in. Uh, taps into your central nervous system, yeah. and all of your yeah. senses are recorded. Why the so fuck? So that you can rewind it and pause it. This guy goes crazy because... You know how like sometimes like he's convinced... He feels like his wife is having an affair. And then he witnesses this exchange between... Her and her old boyfriend at a, uh, at a party. dinner party, and he sits there and he just reviews it, and he like does over lip reading, turns on the over. lip reading program, and reviews it and like zooms in on their faces. The minority so, reports the and, shit and, out and, of no, it. He, yeah. no, he just goes over it and over it and over it again until he goes fucking nuts. Dark, uh, yeah, yeah. Black, yeah. It's it's it is incredibly smart science fiction. Oh, and it is. It will make you. Oh, it makes you happy. I can only watch one or two episodes a year. Because yeah. afterwards, I just well, I kind of have to go in my bug out room for a couple hours. <laughs> I think the first time I watched it was in the Mangler. I'm like, "Hey, old Lee says this uh, <laughs> this uh, black black, black mirror show's good. Let's check this out." I think it was like 
Because I think I swear to God, it was like on Christmas Day or something. Oh, that's a that's a good. <laughs> Christmas Let's watch show. that. The fuck this guy has to fuck a pig? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, uh, no, if you don't want to see the pig fucking one, just skip that. No, first don't because it's the see, best. You one. don't see him fuck the pig. No, you don't you see him lift the pig's tail up. I thought I was gonna cry. <laughs> I did cry. <laughs> that is walk of shame after. My, my yeah. wife was so mad at his wife. Oh yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, you have to she, fuck the pig. It's your duty. If you, can, if, you can, here, if you can't, if you can't. Handle uncomfortable shit, though. It's not yeah. Don't they, like, kidnap oh, yeah. his daughter or something? Right, I don't know. Watch the prince, like, Princess about, of Sweden or something. Oh, that's what, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. How about that episode with the uh, all the people with cell phone cameras following oh, that yeah. one chick around? Yeah. Where you know what's they, amazing, though? The small you, know, town. you know what oh, we're doing? So good. You know what we're doing right now? Spoiler. The beginning of the Twilight Zone movie. Remember that one episode? <laughs> that is, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Twilight Zone movie from uh, the 80s. Yeah. It, yeah. Was, it was Dan Aykroyd and Albert Brooks. Yeah. You want to see something really scary? Netflix is making a second season. Oh, good. Yeah. So there's Black only Mirror. one right now. How many there's episodes? There's one and then a Christmas special. Like six episodes. They're, and then a Christmas it? special. Yeah. Well, they're oh, almost okay. two hours each. They're movies. Oh, okay. they're, 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 they're they, they, are, they are mindful. It's kind of like the whole Sherlock Holmes thing. Exactly. Like, yeah. But yeah, back yeah. to the Haley Atwell one. If you want to see how good of an actress she is. She's boy. so good. In oh, that. is that the one where she gets the artificial yeah, her version of her, of her of husband? Her, yeah. yeah. That's the one you watched. Yeah. It's just amazing. All right. I'm going to watch it. That's our recommend. It's such a good show. After these messages, we'll be right back. I ain't seen none of this shit. Hey, folks. Hope you're enjoying the show so far. A real quick programming note. Last week, we promised you the interviews with the cast and crew of Finest Hours. Something went wrong. We weren't able to get that to you. But we promise if you stay till the end of this episode, the one you're enjoying right now, you will hear Jimmy Martin interviewing the cast and crew of The Finest Hours, including Chris Pine. Yes, it's Captain Kirk on a boat, and it's coming up at the end of this podcast. Uh, Stick around. Hope you're enjoying. Hey there, Geek Show fans. Did you know we have a real superhero here in Utah? One in particular is attorney Ryan J. Bushell. If you're facing criminal charges, attorney Ryan J. Bushell will fight to protect you and your legal rights. Without legal representation, you could face serious consequences, jail, steep fines, and other sanctions. Protect your rights and your future. Contact criminal defense attorney Ryan J. Bushell for a free consultation. And mention Geek Show for a special Geek Show fan discount. Call 801-612-9505 or visit rjb-law.org. Get ready for Marvel Universe Live. See Spider-Man, Iron Man, Thor, Hulk, Captain America, and many more as they battle Marvel's most sinister villain for control of the ultimate source of power. Journey into a universe unlike anything you've ever seen and experience this epic event live. Marvel Universe Live. Kids tickets are $15. Restrictions and charges apply. Playing Vivint Smart Home Arena February 11 through 14. Visit SmithsDicks.com. From meek to geek to freak, Cabin Fever would like to thank all of their regular customers, as well as meeting their new customers who have recently discovered their store. And what an awesomely geeky lot you are. That makes Cabin Fever smile. Well, they've kept their original flair for the eccentric, you know, rubber duckies, unique wrapping papers and cards, and the original SLUT merchandise. They've also managed to add creepy horse masks, Salt Lake City-themed B-movie posters, and dragons and monsters handmade from actual nuts and bolts. Cabin Fever has expanded its licensing line to include Funko reaction figures and pop vinyl, film reference books from Roger Corman to Dario Argento, as well as brand new releases including Inside Edition's pop-up book from The Walking Dead, Snuggle Up with Daryl Dixon plushies from Funko's fabrication line. And it's a nice feeling when you buy local, and you all know it. Many benefits to our community and to each of us for choosing to buy local. 
While Cabin Fever has never claimed to have every little thing that your geeky hearts desire, it's always nice when someone comes in and finds something that they never knew existed. From action figure fembots to evil Knievel air fresheners, they always strive to please. Located in the heart of Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South and 700 East, it's Cabin Fever. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Let's see what they got in store for us in January. The Ghostbusters have begun their world tour from the UN building in New York to Venice, Italy. Ah, Venice. Read along as they uncover an ancient conspiracy in Ghostbusters International. Walking Dead will reach its climactic 150th issue this month. Discover the fate of Rick Grimes and what peril befalls him in this anniversary issue. And the Power Rangers have returned to comics. Journey back to the beginning as the Green Ranger joins the team for the first time. Marvel has two new number ones coming this month, Rocket Raccoon and Groot. They start a new team-up book, a mighty Marvel team-up. We also get the epic pairing of Marvel's greatest superstars, Spider-Man and Deadpool, in the same book. Yes, you can never miss an issue if you use the Doctor's comprehensive hold service. And with your hold, you'll get a 10% discount off purchases over $20 and a monthly preview catalog for free. They're open seven days a week, 2043 East, 3300 South. I'll see you next Wednesday at Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. At Fresh Eatery, we're on a mission. We want to change the world of food. If you can't pronounce the ingredients in your meal, you probably shouldn't eat it. At Fresh, you don't need a PhD in chemistry to know what you're eating. Tasty sandwiches and wraps, wholesome soup, salads, and daily specials to power you up and keep you going strong. And if that's not enough, we've got a full-service coffee bar and decadent treats from Cakewalk Baking Company. Students get a 10% discount with their ID. We're open Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. at 145 East, 1300 South, Suite 201. You can call ahead for takeout at 801-906-8277 or get delivery nearly anywhere in the Salt Lake Valley through TooLazyForFood.com. Fresh Eatery, saving the world, one bite at a time. All right, we're back. Woohoo! We are so back. Uh, quickly, um, Geek Show t-shirts. Yes, get are, They're selling briskly. They are. I wore mine to the gym. It's because they're good looking. Finally, they, they're good. I need to get they one. Look soft. Yeah. I still don't have one. I need to you, get one too. Didn't you get one? I did not. I thought uh, oh, I did. I not. feel good. At the time, we'll at the time, you. I was a double X. He'll get you. One. I am no longer a double X. Whoa! You yeah, now? No, yeah. yeah. But, uh, nice, good job. Buddy. They're really nice. I'll they're get down to a large. Uh, they're uh, available at uh, geekshowpodcast.com under merch. Uh, click on that. Uh, they're twenty four ninety nine. That's that's a flat rate. That's your shipping and handling and tax. Um, we can't necessarily promise that outside of the continental United States, no. but but you know. well, no, shipping internationally sucks. Let's and if you're in honest. Italy, and if you're in Italy, you may not get your shirt. Because yeah. your postal service is corrupt as fuck. If I had a nickel for every time that Kat said she lost some money from sending out, you know, to Italy or or to Australia, because she's, you know, she wants people to get her art, but she doesn't have to charge them yeah, forty dollars to get it. When I was in free, when I was doing freelance miniature painting, uh, it got to a point where I I stopped shipping to Italy yeah. altogether, and it was because I had to refund so many Italian purchases. I had good customers in Italy, but their stuff would never get to them, or if it did, it I was will destroyed. say this too: if you're a listener in Canada, it's going to take a while. Yeah, it always does. Three so, weeks. Sorry about it. Camel by moose is slow. I mean, wait, mail by moose is slow. Camel by moose. What the fuck is wrong with you? I was thinking mail by camel. (laughs) Mail by camel is the other side of the world. (laughs) Slow down on that mountain. It's going straight Ah. to your head. This kid's table is all types of screwed up. (laughs) You guys got any camels? Can the episode be called Camel by Moose? <laughs> Camel by Moose. Camel by right Moose is called, slow. Right now it's called He Got No Arm, y'all. <laughs> I like that one. I like that one. It's a phase two Marvel movie. Uh, 
I love Italy. It was beautiful, and the food is great, and there's art and culture. And you and McGregor could ride by on his motorcycle and, at any time, and you know, go for the go for the food, and the art, and the culture, and stay for the racism and hatred because, yeah. <laughs> Because they got it in spades. They got it in a I, lot of it. I think we were talking yeah. just real fast. Maybe we talked about this on the show, but because uh, you know, in phase two, every Marvel movie, someone loses a, an arm or, mm-hmm. or a hand at least or something. But did it happen in Ant Man? Yes. When did it happen in there? Um, I was think it, it was Yellow Jacket. Was it just breaking off one of like the tentacles on his suit? Yeah, okay. I think so. But I, I can double check. And and you know, the ants were losing limbs left and right too. But that doesn't count. <laughs> ants <laughs> matter. Ants. Ant lives matter. <laughs> They do. Uh, let's see. Andy um, would only live for two more days if he wouldn't have got shot. It was actually a mercy killing because he didn't have to go through ant senility. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even feel bad for him now. Yeah. Uh, speaking just... of senility, George Miller. I like him. Oh, George. Is he going in the scene? I don't know what he's. He keeps saying shit back and forth. He's all over the place. I think he's being. Uh, I think he's being opportunistically quoted. Yeah. Mm. Well, this is. Uh, this is really odd to me. <laughs> he says that we're not seeing Mad Max Fury Road the way that we should. Well, that's weird because the way I see it, it's fucking amazing. Yeah. Is he talking about the black and white cut? Yeah. Yeah. What? He says we should it be watching black it and white black movie. and white. No. Yeah, he's, no. It's, a, it's an entirely different experience. He, well, of course. It's in black and white. Yeah, it's not says, color. He says, you want to see the best version of Fury Road? He says, see it in black and white. Uh, the colors I'm so sick of these fucking bossy directors telling me how to see their movies. <laughs> he, he, actually, <laughs> he actually shot the film to be in black and white, and he just oversaturated it. Then why'd he film it in color? Because that's what you film it in. You don't film it in black and white. No, 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 no. Why didn't he paint everything black and white? Here's here's why he filmed it in color, because the same issue happened with uh, the Coen brothers. Right. When they did the the man, oh, what's it called, with Billy Bob Thornton. Uh, The Good American? No. No. It's the the man who wasn't there. The the man who wasn't there. Yeah, and so they wanted it to be black and white, but the studios Mm -hmm. were like, yeah, not a fucking chance. So (laughs) film it color, and then you can... Change it to black and white later, but you're not just filming his, black and white. His, his thing is that, especially with the silver lined screens uh, that are so prevalent in the United States, that the movie would look like a metallic, like almost like a like an etching. I so. just the reason I don't like that idea is because the colors are beautiful. Yeah, in the film. they're yeah. amazing. I would love to see it in black and white, well, and then and then sure. see it again in color. I'll watch it fucking reversed and upside down. I don't I'll watch it in a fox really? with a box and a train Hell in the yeah. rain. You're gonna be able to. Green eggs and ham. Uh, here's what he said to the L.A. Times. He said the best version of Fury Road is what we call the slash dupe. A cheap black and white version of the movie for the composer. Something about it seemed more authentic and elemental. So huh. I asked Eric Whip, the Fury Road colorist, can I see some scenes in black and white for a bit, a bit of contrast? They look great. So I said to the guys at Warner's, can we put it in black and white on the DVD, a version of it? There wasn't enough room, but it'll end up on another version with commentary and other features. So mm. you'll get the black and white version Does of it. Have, I'm happy to watch it. Does it have white, anything but. else besides being in black and white? Deleted scene like, added in. Uh, there wasn't much cool. deleted yeah. like that. What about it? Like negative. He Any? shot. He shot that movie lean. There was not a lot cut. Well, I'll just watch it in color then. <laughs> Did they run out of I, gasoline? I gasoline. Even just thinking about that movie, like when it's over, you just gotta go. Oh, I remember. No, no, I, I legit did that. I was, and then you, you get that break in the desert. And you're like, okay. I walked walked out of the theater with my wife. We'd already seen it a couple times, and when my wife saw <laughs> it, God damn it, I, we didn't need shit in it. We we're gonna put shit in him, Jay. <laughs> he brought him pre-filled. He pre-filled them. I love it. I love this fucking man. Oh, excitable, James. <laughs> He's, he got too. Oh, excited. We're, gonna, we're gonna fill it with that. Well, yeah, but they're full. So go. 
school. Pour work. it in a glass or something. And <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, it's, it'll be, no, James, it defeats no. the purpose. Uh, He's already. No, act- it's so strange having a butler. It is, isn't it? I just never. I don't know how to act. Yeah. It's like, thank you, James. Thank you, James. Oh, my God. This Um, is great. He brought down the cutting board. Look at this man. (laughs) Got a little tape. I feel like I'm at a cabana. Wait, is there ice in the tray? In the casserole dish? Oh, my God. Did he do that? (laughs) <laughs> so nice, you are the best at butling. Did you ever work at like a five star hotel? No, no. You should. You never worked for a Kimpton hotel. Yeah, you you you'd be like killing it at Sundance right I'd, now, I'd, right? If I if I had the money to back it, it'd be like it would be called the Casserole Hotel because everything's served in a casserole dish. <laughs> That's right. Well, we'll we'll get to that. All right. All right. <laughs> Thank you, James. Uh, we'll, it'll we be will. called Casa de Roll. Casa <laughs> <laughs> Roll. Um, Poe Dameron's getting his own comic book. Yes. Cool. Mm. And guess who's drawing it? Who? Dr. Seuss. Uh, I just have uh, what it's going to be. Oh, here it is. Phil Noto. Phil Noto, who did the most recent Black Widow comic, and he also painted the Chewbacca comic. And he did. I, oh, like his, I like damn. his stuff. He's, he's amazing. Uh, Charles Soule will be uh, writing it. I want you to do your... I want you to like to get like dis- distribution <laughs> the, of your own comic. The, right? the many murders of Poe Dameron. Uh, oh, it's great because they're, it's going to be an ongoing. It's not a limited series either. So it'll be the first uh, Episode 7 era ongoing comic. Mm. And it's going to get into the, the, the red and blue squadron. And, yeah. and uh, you'll see a lot of the background characters. And you know the resistance <laughs> is small, so yeah, they yeah. can actually focus on those characters huh. and build them up. So here's some other comics. Yes? Before you do that, can I ask you a random question? Yes. Just because I'm sitting on this side and it's not usually where I sit. What do you write on the pages when we're done with oh, the story? Oh, you should see. As a former side seat sitter <laughs> of, of Mr. Jackson. Because <laughs> uh, I thought you just wrote BR. I wrote B. B? What does it mean? It's my code. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gave this article a B. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll tell you when we, uh, yeah. it's good stuff. when we shut down. Oh, you can't say it live? I don't want to. Yeah. Okay. It's his code. It's my code. <laughs> he write, No, he writes some good he stuff. I want people to this know his code. This is going to turn into some real down, Dan Brown shit here in a minute. Yes. Every, okay. time, we say, just, just every time we say something like super inappropriate, I always look to Carrie to like, okay, well, I'm going to write, write that, that down. down. No, 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 no. I'm not saying his notepad. Oh, talking on, about the, on the paper. On the, on the page. Oh, okay. when we're done. Oh, yeah, no. I the s- notepad, so he knows. He writes an R sometimes. Sometimes he writes a B. It looked like a BR. Sometimes a BR. Yeah. As long as it's not a BM or a B Arthur. <laughs> a Sorry B. Arthur. to sidetrack. I just noticed it, and I've always seen you do it for like six years. I'm like, what the fuck are you writing? <laughs> it's his code. It's right. my code. It's your code. That's, then that's it. There's a hidden. There's a hidden room in this house that has all of them plastered on, <laughs> on every wall. He's got strings up between strings, them all. Yes, exactly. It's like eventually I'm going to find that missing panel. <laughs> so you're saying it's, it's a beautiful mind? <laughs> <laughs> did you? Uh, <laughs> did you? Did you ever ask why I fold them in half? Sometimes, but sometimes don't. No, it's also part of the. Oh, wow. yeah. oh my God. God. I think this episode is a beautiful mind. <laughs> well, what he's doing is tracing the way to the Infinity Gauntlet in that room. <laughs> yep. It's all uh, just going to. You guys know, up. like a year ago today? Oh no, yesterday, we did our first Fanex show. Oh yeah, our first Fifty West show. That's right. Fanex oh. a year ago yesterday. That was pretty nice. Wow. Yeah. Uh, you can see those at uh, GeekShowPodcast.com. I. It's funny you mentioned that because I was talking about it the other day because I, I was like, oh, because I keep getting these, you know, oh, a year ago you were doing this and yeah. it was fan X shit. They got lucky for doing it in January because there was no snow. If it was in this shit, oh, no, yeah, they yeah. forget it. it. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, I've been in spandex in this type of weather. It's fucking shitty. Yeah. So. I, they, they just, I mean, again, they moved it to the cosplay would be all fucked up. It's March 24th for the, this year, but uh, yeah. <laughs> they got lucky. <laughs> Uh, anyway, more comic book news, and this is this is 
really interesting because DC uh, also is involved with Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers is also your Hanna Barberas. Yeah. Oh, I saw. I this. didn't this know that. Weird. It's really <clears throat> weird what they're doing with this. It's kind of cool though. It's, yeah. It's, it's aimed Wait. right at you and me. Yeah. I don't, I don't like Shaggy. Well, I thought Warner Brothers was like Looney, Looney Tunes. Because that's no. like the whole Six Flags. They own Hanna Barbera too. They own Hanna Barbera too. Which is funny because they fucking own everything. The only reason I say is because Marvel. Back in the day, Universal Studios used to have a Hanna Barbera ride. Yes, that's true. But I guess they have Harry Potter, and that's Warner Brothers. So I guess there's whatever. They're all in bed. They got a fucking Marvel Land. Yeah, but here's the thing that they're they're taking a lot of like cartoons from people of a certain age's memories and making redoing them. As comic books. As comic books. Hmm. And and changing them. I mean, if you if you see the Scooby-Doo one, that's their headline I, title. It's called Scooby-Doo Apocalypse. I saw the cover for that. What the fuck? The, the art, it's kind of Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. It's, it's really cartoony. Uh, Jim Lee is drawing it. Uh, it's described here as sexed up, hipsterized versions of Fred, Daphne, Velma, Shaggy. Especially Shaggy's super hip- hipster eyes. Yeah. Super. He's, got, he's got a big like um, handlebar mustache. Oh, really? <laughs> and, a, and, a, and a beard. You were talking tribal tattoos. So Shaggy was based off Maynard G. Krebs, who was arguably the very first hipster. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, But yeah, and... And and they've all got like big space guns. They got space guns and shit. You know, I think cool. it looks kind of cool. You know what I thought? You know what I thought? The first time I saw that online, I thought, "Oh, they're going to make Scooby Doo interesting." <laughs> Damn. <laughs> well, what else are they doing? They're doing like a Johnny Quest. This is a this is the one that I'm actually going to buy. It's called Future Quest, yeah. and it's uh, Jeff Parker, and I like I like oh, this. God, really? You like the that Jeff was, Parker? Uh, I do. Bone, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is a mashup of no, the, not Je- Jeff Parker didn't do Bone. I no. thought he did. No, that was, that Jeff Parker. Matt, Matt, Matt. Man. Jeff Parker uh, has done a bunch of cool Marvel yeah. shit. Uh, it's a mashup of Johnny Quest, Space Ghost, and Birdman, yeah. and I think even the Herculoids are in there. Shit! Wow. Yeah, right? Okay. Hey, what, uh, they're going to have a, what's his name, a race cannon or something? Race, race cannon. cannon. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> what about race cannon? Race cannon, yeah. I kind of like that name. Well, better, this is our actually. black cannon. This is our Chinese uh, cannon. Race, race Bannon actually died on Venture Brothers. What else? But there was more, too. There was... Well, yeah, there, uh, this so Future Quest is is mm. all of those together. They're doing a new Flintstones, <laughs> right? Wait, they, but not they, the, they're they, edgy and hipster. And they're they going to set it in the future. Well, they don't look like the cartoons. It's Thank the, goodness, it's called the Jetsons. They look like people dre- cosplaying as oh okay. as the Flintstones. What? Yeah, huh. I, I don't know. I I'm interested. Of, I'll check it out. I would. I'll take that bullet, folks. If, yeah, I'll check it out. I mean, like, it would be different to see like a new Flintstones cartoon that's not on the internet, like on those other sites. You know what I'm talking about? It's it's if, uh, uh, it says it's described as a satirical sitcom that uses Stone Age to parody and comment upon the modern world. If I had not, I sold a house so I could afford comics again. A, yeah. a year ago, I was uh, <laughs> I was doubting whether or not Archie could rebrand, and they did so phenomenally. Yes, they did. I think that's it. exactly what they're doing. That's exactly. what they're doing. So with they're they're rebranding because the Fiona Staples uh, Archie comic are some of the best comics of the last couple well, of years. And you're getting and a TV series on the CW, too. No shit. Get the Riverdale. fuck out. Huh. It's going to be called Live Riverdale. Action or I used, to live, I used uh, to live in Riverdale. Actually made me, me feel, made me feel shitty for Jughead, <laughs> the new comics. <laughs> now, here's the, here's the last one. You remember the Wacky Races? Yeah. 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 This one is called Wacky Race Land, uh, written by Ken Pontac, art by Leonard Manco, Leonardo Manco, <laughs> plus design work 
by Mad Max Fury Road's Mark Sexton. Yeah. Shut the front Fuck. door. What? So it's going to be in black and white. So the cars. <laughs> a lot of grunting. Now you remember the cars on Wacky uh, Races? They were all themed. Yeah. You know, Dirk, yeah. Dirk oh, Dastardly had no. this kind of rocket looking thing. The 20s thing looking and, roadster. And, uh, Penelope, I can't wait to see their version of Grape Ape. Penelope Pit Stop had this fancy pink convertible. Yeah. Wow. Penelope Pit Stop. But then <laughs> they these cars are simple. Well, Penelope Pit Stop, it looks like it's pink, but. It's like Mad Max mm-hmm. car. So drivable. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she's got a 70-foot high subwoofer hanging out the back. But it, <laughs> so it, guitar guy. Yeah. No, it's, no, it's like Katy Perry. <laughs> it's just Katy Perry. So it takes the race concept and puts it in a post-apocalyptic setting. Shit. Where the cars have minds of their own. What the now, that fuck? Was the, that was the ah. other part. So it's like Knight Rider? Is the, oh, they're the, going to put Speed Buggy in there. The cars were never sentient in the wacky race. That's true. This is, this Except is... for Speed Buggy. Yeah. But this is too much. I... Yeah. <laughs> like, you... what? <laughs> I know. I can't like, wait to see Hong Kong Fooey. Right? Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> that racist yeah. fuck. That's. <laughs> I like the Blue right, Falcon. Looking, that racist? Just looking uh, the, his, his sensei was racist. They had, they had a very obviously white guy doing a terrible Jap- or Chinese Dude, it accent. it was a different time. Was I know it was. I even, uh, even I'll forgive that. Th- but I that, know. that giant mashup you were talking about, did you, uh, another giant mashup that I'm excited about. Race cannon. If, if it happens. Uh, did you hear <laughs> what Jared Hess is about to be involved in? Yes. He's going to make a... This is crazy. Uh, it's called, like, what, Nicktoons or something? Something like that. Yeah. It's basically, it's basically... It's basically every Nicktoon from, like, the what? 90s. What? Yeah. It's a movie. It's basically, like, some people call but, it, like, a version of, like, Roger Rabbit. Yeah, Who Framed oh Roger God. Rabbit. But it's all the Nicktoons, like, Doug and Rugrats. Rugrats. Skeeter Ren Valentine. Ren and Stimpy. Yeah. Ren the and best. Stimpy, yeah. Skeeter Valentine SpongeBob. the best. Is SpongeBob going to be in there, too? It's Patty Mayonnaise. So. No, none of these have been announced. They're just saying that this is what it could be. You know. Like, oh, that'd be awesome. So yeah, I, they haven't said exactly what it's going to be. It's just involving the Nicktoons. And right? I actually, I, li- I like Jared Hess's films. A lot of people kind of question them, but I, I like them too. I think with him and that and stupid question, intelligent answer. What are Jared uh, Hess? Napoleon films? Dynamite, Napoleon, uh, Nacho Libre, Libre uh, Gentleman Bronco. Yeah, Gentleman Broncos. Uh, what was the last one he uh, did? Ben, um, uh, I don't think I saw it. Skullfucker. I, I just hope this movie finally explains how cat dog shits. But here's the thing, though. <laughs> right? <laughs> it needs to happen. I, uh, then, oh, this, you get Hey Arnold, too. Hey and Arnold. And Rocco's Martin Life. Yep. Oh, my fucking God. That's yeah. fucking sick. And then the Eye Real Monsters. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That was one. a good yeah. show. It's a cool idea. Yeah, that was, those are all great shows. But I actually... I. Uh, I want to say it was Egg who brought it up because uh, Notre Libre was a Nickelodeon film. Yeah. And I was like, oh, so he's been in bed with him for a long time. Oh. So that's why they're looking at him. I didn't know that. I was like, okay. I, cool. Ro- Rocco's Modern Life was, that was my jam. There, there was a lot of sexual shit going on in Rocco's He Modern worked Life. for a fucking phone sex line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen a meme. I've seen a meme. So the, and they're uh, always correct. <laughs> <laughs> you want to check out the new Hellcat comic. Oh, is that your recommend? It is. All right. As well, far as as far as comics are concerned, if we're there. Let's let's the go. New, the new the new Patsy Walker Hellcat comic is fantastic. Uh, it's along the lines of a lot of what's going on in in uh, female led comics anymore. They're actually allowing the characters to be strong and realistic, have their issues, whatever. But it's still uh, seeing one of Marvel's oldest characters headline her own comic and again. She's been around for. She's been around since the forties, the beginning. Yeah, yeah soap opera star Patsy Walker. Back yeah. when back when they. Uh, well, because I read a history on it. The the comics after World War II, the superhero comics died. No one wanted to read superheroes anymore. Batman still had a following, but we went to westerns, we went to horror comics, when EC Comics and Warren <coughs> Comics decided to make magazine style so they could get away from uh, the comics code. But Marvel, or Timely, uh, did Patsy Walker comics, and she wasn't a superhero until the 60s. So mm-hmm. uh, she has her own comic again, 
they and used it's to, fantastic. They used to do romance comics. Yeah. Uh, and it was funny because it was a few years ago that some of these guys at Marvel got a hold of those romance comics mm-hmm. and erased the the dialogue in the in the voice balloons and rewrote them. Oh my god! To be funny. So I, it's like mystery science theater in a way. That's, that's I, cool. I I love it's it hilarious. when people do that. Uh, Sean Baby uh, got started doing a lot of stuff by taking the old Hostess cupcake ads and yeah. changing all the dialogue in them so that they were just raunchy as hell. <laughs> and it's fantastic. <laughs> but yeah, the Hellcat comic is especially uh, if if you just like a, a fun comic that's got some adventure to it and is well written and snappy, uh, it's definitely worth your time. Fun. All right. Any other recommendations before we get to uh, video games and? Uh, I recommend uh, the Dresden Files book series. Really good. When's the new one coming out? Uh, I don't know. I'm only on book eight. Oh yeah, you so got a ways to go. I got a ways. There's like fifteen of them. So. Yeah, he's taking Molly on as his apprentice at this point. And no, no. Maybe I'm on book seven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Dresden books are great. I got really good. So, and if you want to listen to them, they're read by James Marsters. So Who that's was pretty cool. The and original Harry Dresden before they recast him. Yeah, and, and the first. The, cop from Arrow. <laughs> the first couple... Guy that's always mad all the time. The first couple that he reads, you could tell, it was just kind of like, eh, let's read these and, and see what happens. But by the third one, there's some production value behind it, and it sounds a lot better. But yeah, I recommend that. Check that out. All right. I gotta recommend... Uh, this is from my buddy, uh, Jeff Dyack, uh comedian. Very funny guy. Uh, follow, Start following him on Twitter, um, Jeff Dye, D-Y-E. Uh, follow him on Instagram and Facebook and all that stuff. But he has got a new NBC show that is coming out. And this is... I'm, I'm intrigued. He, he traveled around the world with these four household names. Older guys. Uh, I think this, the name of the show is going to be called Better Late Than Never. It's going to be on NBC. And it's going to be uh, with Terry Bradshaw, Super Bowl... Uh, a quarterback, a four-time uh, yeah. Super Bowl MVP, uh, Super Bowl champion with the and Pittsburgh certified team. nut. Yes, yep. uh, George Foreman. Yes, we all know his yeah. grill. The boxer, and certified the boxer. Nut. Uh, Harry Winkler. Oh, the, the, the Fonz. Yes, the nicest uh, man hey, in show and business. He's a good matchmaker. Yeah, the nicest man in show business, followed by another certain person in show business, the Shat. William Shat. All four of those gentlemen. No, wait a minute. So this is the show. <laughs> yes. The four of them and Jeff Die. And Jeff Die, he follows them around the world. I believe this. I believe the show is called Better Late Than Never. Wow. Um, it's supposed to air in February. Hmm. Uh, put it to already get it down because I I'm excited just to see like because uh, he, he sent me a couple of clips. He was in town uh, on New Year's Eve. Yeah. We hung out, showed me a couple of clips, and it's pretty fucking funny. He had some good stories. Had some interesting stories about Shatner that I'll tell you guys oh, off mic. Shatner's an asshole. Please. He's an asshole. <laughs> That's the end of the beginning. If they're walking around, if they're walking around new cities, it's sponsored by Conjointin. They're. It, I will just say this. Mild spoiler: They're in Thailand. Okay. Mm-hmm. Somebody's getting AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> but just just Terry Bradshaw, George Foreman, Harry Winkler, and the Shat. All right. Yeah, check it out. Better late than never. <sighs> You got any uh, movie reviews or DVDs yeah. or what? Yeah, I got a bunch. Uh, I can't remember. Did remind me? Did I review the Finest Hours? Yes. You did. Last, okay, that's what I thought. I saw it early. And did I review Kung Fu Panda Three? Uh, you did not. Okay, we'll do that one real fast because I'm not going to review Fifty Shades of Black because no. <laughs> um, Kung Fu Panda Three. Uh, the first two were great, great mm-hmm. films, great uh, animation. And then I saw the trailer for this one actually right before I saw the Peanuts movie, and I was like. What the fuck happened? Like it was like corny jokes. It was like I mean, it's all fart jokes. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I like fart jokes. Well, well, they made that <laughs> this movie meant for you. Excellent. Um, and they're also releasing in January. You, I don't think that's the month that the other two released. And usually that's where movies go to die. 
And so uh, the story is that Poe finds his dad, and then it turns out that he, uh, there's a, a beast who's trying to, I think he's an ox, if I remember right, uh, trying to collect all the chi of every warrior out there. And it's actually voiced by J.K. Simmons, yeah, which, okay. which is really good, because nice. if anybody's going to play an asshole, it's J.K. Simmons. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, so that, I mean, that's kind of the story. It's not you know too in-depth. I will say this, though. I don't know if they'd cut things out or whatever, because the first two-thirds of that film is really good. And, but then I think maybe all the trailer came from the third act because you're like, oh, this went to shit real fast, you know. So <laughs> it it just gets really weird, corny, a ton of fart jokes. Just you're like, oh, yes. all right, you know. So I I I still think it's good. The kids will like it. It's not going to kill the parents to see it as well. But uh, it's it's it definitely. I, I, if they do a four, please go back and rewatch one and two and realize what you did right. Is it the Shrek three of the Kung Fu Panda? Kinda, <laughs> but it's not. As, I mean, Shrek three though. I mean, that was. Awful. It was. Shrek but 3, it's yeah. not that bad. I'd rather watch my parents fuck. Oh, wow. <laughs> Whoa. And they've, been, and they've been divorced for 28 years. That could be some angry sex. So that'd angry, be a hate fuck. That could be, that could be <laughs> some <laughs> angry sex. Dang. Wow. So, yeah. Uh, if, uh, of the two, go see The what, Finest what Hours. Happened? What happened? Did I say something? What's up? <laughs> I'm drinking tea uh, over we were here. Just like, we were just all commentating on your parents' He's right. Weather. He's right. Shit, Making a few notes. That's all. And then I, later we'll be drawing in the comic. In the I will say, series. Jay's parents fuck the comic uh, series. I don't think I had seen it uh, when I did review Finest Hours last, last time we got together because I don't think it was up yet. But uh, I got quoted on the on the trailers, the, yes. like the TV spots. Oh, cool! Yeah, or yeah. Finest Hours. Yeah, and actually thirteen uh, thirteen hours yeah. I got quoted. I didn't see that one, but someone told me it just said gripping Jimmy Martin. I was like, oh, cool. And then uh, <laughs> uh, then um, but for Finest Hours it was. Uh, the uh, first time I saw it, it just flashed on the screen. It said, a heartfelt t- tale of courage of courage and inspiration. Yeah. So that's the longer version. And so I go, okay, like that. But uh, just yesterday, I was on Twitter, and there was a sponsored tweet, and it was from The Finest Hours. I was like, oh, I'll just see if it's on there. Not only is my quote on there, it's got like the trailer guy going, a heartfelt tale. <laughs> like that. I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the deep voice guy said your words? Yeah, was, I thought it was funny. I was just like, oh, Aww. you had to read my words. You're making it. I thought it was funny. That's awesome. Of no. the two, go see The Finest Hours. It is a better film. So yeah. you know, I made a I made a fake uh, a fake quote poster after you posted that. Oh yeah, of <laughs> a squirrel lifting weights that said, "The most determined squirrel I've ever seen." We <laughs> came. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Okay, so that's that's movies in the theater, DVDs right. and Blu-rays. All right. Now remind me, I maybe because I did it on the radio, but I want to say I did this already because maybe I fucked up a week. Uh, Snow White is now on Blu-ray. Did we? Uh, it sounds it was, familiar. It was a while ago. Yeah. No, I'm saying like. <laughs> Did I already do this like run up? Because I think I may have skipped the Man, real week. I don't think you did. You don't, I don't even know you're talking shit. about Snow White. Um, it's busy. All right, so maybe I'll just go through it fast. Snow White's on Blu-ray now, like the original classic. Bridge of Spies, Spielberg and Tom Hanks. That's a good one. That was a good one. Uh, Batman: Bad Blood, the DC animated movie. Ooh. I've got it. I haven't watched it yet, but these, those are usually pretty good. Dude, yeah. I haven't seen a bad DC movie animated ever. Yeah, 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 yeah animated. Animated. <laughs> to clarify, <laughs> I haven't seen. Yeah, I haven't seen a bad DC animated movie. In a long so, time. Let me introduce you to Catwoman <laughs> and Green Lantern. Oh. And Batman Forever. Oh. And Batman Have and Have you guys seen that Deadpool Green Lantern uh, <laughs> The poster? Ad? That poster yeah. is That's awesome. genius. Yeah. Oh, the marketing great. for that movie is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, let's see. The Last Witch Hunter. Speaking of our shark. Oh, uh, man. That sounds great. <laughs> I want to watch that a hundred times. Yeah. Superman. With, and right after, with a Seventh Son Marathon. <laughs> if you like your old fancy lesbian movies, it's Carol. Do I ever? So, I, th- That movie actually kind of annoys me because I think it's the Weinstein Company. And they're they were touting Kate Blanchett for Best Actress, yeah. and uh, was it? I think it's Rooney Mara. Yeah, yeah Rooney Mara for supporting. Mm-hmm. Rooney Mara's on screen for like I think twenty minutes more than you know, Kate Blanchett. It's, like, it's, <laughs> did you watch the movie? Oh yeah, 
is she shitty to Rooney Mara? Is she shitty to her? Yeah. Um, I didn't think so. No, because the the writer uh, Patricia Patricia Highsmith she wrote the talented Mr. Ripley books, and yeah. this is based it's kind of based off of her. She she was a rampant womanizing lesbian, and all through the fifties she's she's notorious for basically acting like uh like an old There's, boy. With, I mean, it's been a while. Her. I mean, I saw this like early December, so it's mm-hmm. been a while since I've seen it. But I mean, I think there are times where she is shitty to her. Yeah, she she had a she had a fuck him and forget him attitude with her with her. Wife. Yeah, oh yeah, and yeah. it's 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 sure interesting it's like to see because they said it was very much very much a sign of the times that she treated her women like a lot of men, like in uh, Mad Men, treated their women. Mm. Okay, now I know we talked about this because now it's repeating because we talked about a movie called Man Up with Sam, Simon Pegg and Lake Bell. Yeah, I remember you reacting to Lake Bell, so I've done this. I think yeah, I okay. skipped a week. Okay, so go back last last week and go listen to that again. <laughs> <laughs> Games? Oh, we got quite a bit of game news actually. We got the. Uh, I, I found that for you. Yeah, I read it earlier. This has more details though uh, than the one I read. So Battlefront Star Wars. Getting some sweet DLC this year. Getting some sweet DLC some that you have to pay for for a game that was already... Uh, hey. I'm sorry. You're 100% correct. I am. That game was $60 and, it's and a, half finished. And it's it's a shame. But see, I'm going to wait till next Christmas <clears throat> to yeah. buy the... But if you want these, they're coming out edition. and they look pretty cool. Yep. Death Star. The Death Star is getting a oh, multiplayer map. And uh, Cloud City. Mm. And Tatooine. So you know, I, that's going to be that's gonna be awesome, but... Lee has a point, and yeah, I think you, I made that point last time too. You're, you're paying you're paying fifty dollars for a subscription to DLC content that's already in the game. It's already in the game. Mm-hmm. You're basically paying for the right to unlock to shit unlock that's already it, in the game. Really? Yeah, that's bullshit. So, it, and uh, I, I know people who have stumbled, you know, accidentally the game glitches out, and you're like, uh, "What did I just see? This is really and then this isn't supposed to yeah. be here." Yeah, that's, I mean that that's shitty. I don't mind paying like for some extra DLC, like you know, a year down the road. They're like, hey, well, we, we cool. created this. Let's as well. think of Undead Nightmare for Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, you that know, was badass DLC. Yeah. yeah, a real expansion pack. Yeah. That's that good stuff. But if it's cool. already there. That's pretty fucked yeah. up. It's, well, that's EA for you. Well, you, you look at you look at Battlefront. Yeah, it is EA. That's yeah. EA's model. And uh-huh. you look at Battlefront, and it's a great game, and it's highly playable. But then you realize how limited it is. It's very small. Well, you paid sixty bucks for th- three maps, four yeah. maps. And well, yeah. the, you're, I mean, you're absolutely right, especially for the because uh, I only play the was it Fighter Squadron? Like that's mm-hmm. the only thing I play. I don't really care about the the, the first person shooter side on of the it. Ground I'll stuff. play the AT attack sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, you, I was playing it, and like you, you earn credits. But if you're just into like the Fire Squadron. There's nothing to spend the credits on. Uh-huh. So I've got like 80,000 credits, and I'm yeah. like, no, with can... nothing to spend it on. I, I got all these credits, and I don't spend shit because I, I just die all the time. <laughs> it doesn't I, matter I, what you the buy. The only thing I do want, <laughs> and uh, I, I buy different blasters because if I do go play the other games, yeah. but like the only thing I'm excited for is to get Hans, uh, Hans blaster. blaster. But like yeah. beyond that, don't give a shit. Like, why don't they unlock other <laughs> ships that you can like buy, you know? Yeah. They probably right? They probably it's, will. Exactly. Not even is an annoying game. Like, I. I love the game, just annoying because there's just little shit about but that's, it. Like, that's yeah. that's as Tony said. That is, that is EA, and they're all about nickel and dime, nickel and dime you for sure. everything. Mm-hmm. And when you pay some of the DLC compact, uh, you'd be like, oh, fifteen bucks for for, for other games they've done, Th- fifteen bucks for three guns and a helmet. Yeah, like fuck you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at least the MMORPGs, they figured out. Like even World of Warcraft, Blizzard has figured out. Let's give people in-game currency that they can earn just for playing the game. Yeah. So if you want to pay the real money, go for it. Otherwise, you just played the game for 165 hours. Here's 15 bucks worth of in-game credit so you yeah. can buy a new mount see, for your. That yeah. is yep. good shit. Yeah. No, it's it. Uh, what I've also found about this game is like I I can play it by myself, 
I don't know, four or five rounds, yeah. and then I get bored. Oh, yeah, like, for sure. Like, but if I'm with my friends playing, and we're all yeah. like headsets, it's and more like that, fun. that's way more fun. Yeah. Well, here's here's what's going on with the EA, though, is I won't, I will not fucking buy the game right now, and yeah. it's been out for months. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm going to wait for the and how much the game of the year? How much pack, of this yeah. is Disney? I hope they fix this. Uh, Rebels, the second half of the second season of Rebels just started yesterday, yeah. or Wednesday. You have to pay for that, too? Uh, they're making you pay a separate season pass for it. What? And I was on the phone with Amazon, because I because I buy the show through Amazon. Mm. Oh, okay. So I bought a season pass. Season pass says second season, season pass, right? 30 bucks. Oh, they're you saying pay. like season 2.2? Uh-huh. They're saying uh, season 2, volume 2. They need to. I was on the phone with Amazon lame. last night, and I was livid, and the guy was like, this isn't us, it's Disney. They need and to I fucking said, chill. And I said, they need I, to come us to fuck town. Right? I said, what the fuck are you talking about? You're talking about 60 bucks for 20 episodes of yeah. a 20-minute cartoon. I, said, I can buy the entire uh, Star Wars everything yeah. for 60 bucks. The on and the, and that's the, uh, how you get six. pirated. Well, and that's exactly yeah. what I told the guy. And he's yep. like, no, we know we're being told this left and yeah. right. So they gave me the, the second half of the season for free last night. Yeah. They said, we don't like this either. This yeah. is fucking us up. It, it, was wow. the same, it was the same thing with Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones made their shit so hard to get that it became the most pirated, most pirated show. But yeah. again, that's, I mean, so then that's, I mean, why is Disney doing that? Because that's what pissed me off about well, the Agent Carter thing. Like, why'd they, you only make it an Amazon exclusive? I think they fucked up, frankly, that this volume two, season two thing. I think they may have fucked up. Speak I don't think, on it, Lisa's. I, I think they may not have realized what they were doing. But, no, but it's the but same an on Amazon iTunes, exclusive, though. Voodoo. Oh, yeah, that. I don't get it. Same, And was also with Agent, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. season two. Well, I'll tell you why. It's the same reason you have games only on the Xbox or only on the PS4. Somebody paid for the exclusive. Exactly. Yeah. Amazon comes to to Disney and says, we'll give you X amount of dollars to only be the exclusive seller of yeah. this product. And we'll probably give you a higher percentage of... Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. Disney says, more money? Okay. No, but, yeah, yeah, seriously, if you if you had a season pass for Rebels and you've got a problem with it, call your... Because uh, what's happening is, is there's now 97 one-star reviews for... <laughs> for season two wow. of Star Wars Rebels. Wow. The show's a good show. Sure. And this Mandalorian not, episode not, is fucking phenomenal. They're not reviewing the show. You're not reviewing the show. You're reviewing a policy that was handed down by the parent company. So call Amazon. Tell them what your problem is. Or if you don't like calling, click to chat. They'll take care of you. Yeah. So Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I shit. say you call. Shit got real. Indeed. It did. <laughs> Other game news. Uh, the Division <laughs> beta is... As we record right division? now, division. They made a game out of that. The division. Kids are gonna fucking hate it. <laughs> it's it's hard. It's a is really there, long is game. Is the sequel called The Remainder? <laughs> huh? No, but that was good. I like that. Yeah, I like that. The, but the, um, the, the I Lee, am the quotient. The Lee Cave DLC doesn't get it. <laughs> doesn't division get it. in any way. Come fight me. I am Pimdos. So this this game's been on on. Uh, Jesus this game's been on people's radars for probably three years or so. Um, it's a Ubisoft game. Takes place in the near future where a virus has wiped out most of humanity. Not made any zombies or creatures or anything. Thank it wasn't God. the Zika Thank virus. God. So fucking tired of zombies. Um, and and you have these sleeper agents that the government put in place for just such an emergency that they all get activated and decide, you know, we're going to rebuild society. I'm done sleeping. And uh, <laughs> it, it's pretty cool. It's got a lot of uh, MMO stuff in it where you can level up your character, level up your gun, get mm-hmm. attachments for your guns. Uh, all that kind of stuff, and you can get together with other people and take on the bad guys. But uh, it, it's kind of like Destiny in that respect. That's all well yeah. and good, but have but you played the greatest game that's been released in the last month? In the last month? Yeah, what level are you in Morty Ball? Oh, uh, I have a so level 20 Poke, uh, Pocket Morty. Sorry. Oh, we're nice. talking Pocket Morty? <laughs> yeah, that's a great game. I'm even it's playing that game. game. I'm, I'm enjoying that. Game. I, I actually, like it when you fight, I, and he goes, oh! Yeah. <laughs> 
I actually spent money on that game. Yeah. On like, a mobile goes, game. I no, never no, do that. No, 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 I no. thought my daughter had had a stroke Shut and up, gone Rick. crazy because we didn't know she was playing Pocket Morty. <laughs> We're driving around town doing our thing, and she's in the background uh, yelling something about Harry Rick. <laughs> she's, she's fighting some Harry Rick and his hey. three-eyed Morty. Hey, Morty. <laughs> hey, Morty, you just got to get in there and do it. You just got to get in there and kill Shut up, Rick. <laughs> you know, sometimes, a, sometimes things get real, uh, Morty. Things can't always... Be lollipops and <laughs> yeah, we got we got a real good map right here, Morty. Real good map. I'm so <laughs> buying that T-shirt, such... the fucking Morty T-shirt oh, that says, yeah. "Seriously, I want, I want you need seats. to get your shit together. Like, get all your shit together. Put it in a box. And put it in a box <laughs> or a bag. And <laughs> take, it, take it to the shit store or wherever you're gonna take it. But seriously." You need to get your shit. It's like so fucking long. So and they made a shirt, and I want to wear it to work. That's awesome. <laughs> I want to I want to Where do they sell that one? Everywhere. Everywhere. Oh, okay. the internet. The internet sells it. <laughs> Go to your internet. Go to your internet and ask it for a shirt. I don't know, Rick. So back to the division. It looks really cool. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, oh, the geez, beta's Rick, this week. The whole world died, man. What are we going to do? I played about an hour and a half or so of it, and I'm, I'm quite liking it. Full game comes out in March. Do you have a Cronenberg so. Morty yet? Uh, no. Yeah, my daughter. Has I have one. a Morty egg though, and I hear if you level that up enough, it becomes the one true Morty. <laughs> and I really want to level that egg up. Hey, you just got a tweet. Uh, that's an email from work. No. Oh, shut up, work. I think you're late. Uh-oh. So games coming out this week. Uh, we got Call of Duty Black Ops Three Awakening DLC. Huh? What the? F- how many Black Ops? And it's it's all the so add-ons. Yeah. Oh, okay. This is, is yeah, added maths. The whole gaming industry is add-ons now. It is. Yep. Is sequels and add-ons? Because they know that's where the money is. Well, that's why I'm kind of they excited. They don't have to try as hard. I'm excited for the division because it's a new IP, so it has a potential to kick off that something means new. Intellectual good. property. Thanks, oh, Lee. I, okay. Thanks for being my translator. Friend of mine's an IP lawyer. Uh, also coming out this week, Gravity Rush Remastered for the PS4. This was a PlayStation Vita exclusive uh, for a long time now, and it was it's really good. It's kind of a anime-ish style uh, 3D platformer where you can control that gravity, so you can make yourself fly in certain directions or other people fly in other directions. Anyway, kind of cool. But most importantly, that uh, this week, February 3rd, really cool game coming out, American Truck Simulator. Fuck! Yes! We had bus simulator yep. a while back. Yep. Now we got American, American is truck. This, is this what I think it is? Yep. It's American truck simulator, if that's what you're thinking. You have to get beak on it. Oh, I mean, Blow jobs from crack horse? Exactly. Yeah. Are hey, you, those are the rules of the are road. We, are, we talk, are, we talking, are we talking big rigs? Like 18-wheelers? Yeah. Big please, rigs, 18-wheelers. Wheel, can, can, can I unlock the rubber ducks truck? Does, please I tell me that there's a CB radio involved. Let me click on it here. Because I have that song got. by Alabama, Roll on 18 Wheeler. And, and we got a great and, big car. And he's, boy. he's bounding down. Remember that yeah. song? Because uh, if, if I could drive. Roll on 18 Wheeler. I wonder, roll on. I wonder if you actually crash your 18 Wheeler <laughs> off a bridge yeah. into a river. What is if, it? Okay. if when you're floating Check away, you say, out. here's the thing about rubber ducks. Oh, <laughs> they Jesus. float. Jesus Christ, look at this. Look at that picture. Experience legendary American trucks and deliver various cargoes yeah. across sunny California and sandy Nevada. What? American Truck Simulator takes you on a journey through what? breathtaking what? landscapes and widely recognized landmarks. A BJ? What period of this the, American experience are we City. dealing with? Oh, I want to tell me it's 70s. Today? No, it's, no, mod- it's modern it's times. Be 70s. Is, God is, damn it. Is there a 70s DLC pack? There needs it's, to be a Utah DLC pack where everything starts starts and stops at Maverick. 
Now this is that's Avengers <laughs> first stop. No, it's the Flying J. Is that's there just, a, that's is, just on PC? Right? Yeah, it's a, just on PC. Unfortunately, <laughs> is there a Sheriff Lobo <laughs> DLC pack? I would want a, a BJ and the Bear. Is there a, BJ, is there a <laughs> BJ and the Seven Lady Truckers DLC pack? I want a virtual George Carlin to pick up because of the Kevin Smith. Don't fuck it up. Yeah, no. no you're and, then, and then I want, I, want the, I want the rig from uh, Mac, Maximum Overdrive. <laughs> Can I, the Green Goblin on the is front. there a DLC pack that allows my my uh, uh, trucker to become just a rampant racist? I don't think well, so. I think I, I no, think that's part of the to... game. That's part of the game. <laughs> that's yeah, already included. I, I need to make sure that, that my character can not only spout off conspiracy theories, but call Art Bell and talk about how uh, the Mexicans are bringing us down. If you're playing on a certain date, can you pull off and vote for Trump? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or start your own militia? Is there any, is there a chance I can, is there any chance I can make my, wider, my ride-along wife look like Paula Deen? <laughs> That's in the third round of DLC. They're, they they got to fix her hair. Can you bring supplies to the militiamen? Another box of dildos for you, Ammon. Can there be like a desperation meter? There needs to be a desperation meter between the hours of like one a.m. to four a.m. and you, you get a twink. Well, and and you have to you have to have special truckers aspirin. Yes, right. they have cross tops on them. Yes, my favorite. I working as an overnight uh, craps dealer in an Indian casino on I five. The truckers that would come in and be like, "Yeah, I had to get off the road. Why did you have to get off the road? You look wide awake. That's why I had to get off the exactly. road. Exactly. Yeah, they're, like, all, they're yeah, all on they, speed, man. And they had devices on their trucks that would record how long they were driving. Sure. Yeah. And after they hit like fourteen hours, their thing would be like, "You got to stop." And the yeah. next, you know, so these guys would just be all strung out and going, "Yeah, I can't be on the road for another six hours. Hit me, hit me, hit me." And I was like, <laughs> "I will hit you if you don't shut the fuck up." My, I'll, I'll always remember this name. My dad had the number one alarm clock for truckers, which is called the Screaming Bee. Because my dad could not wake up in the like, mornings. He's terrible at it. And it would seriously blow your ears. Like, Ow. It was like ridiculous. And I was down the hall. And I was like, turn off that fucking alarm clock. <laughs> I mean, that's what they use because they're just oh, so fucking so, down. Listen, as soon as that comes to Xbox One, I'm there. I'll let you know. I've got a PC. <laughs> I kind of want to play it. I want. I want. Let's see. Let's see. I want if, the snowman's truck. Let's see right? if. Uh, let's Download. see if. Let's see if Dan at PC Laptops will set us up with an old school LAN party so we can play. Uh, oh, truck we'll and, we, and we take a shitload of shots. Yeah. Oh, America. Yeah. American Truck Simulator. Yeah. Because right. if we got a if we got a fleet of trucks together, we could go up and down these roads. We like, could have a convoy. Oh, but yeah. see, we could have like a race. A big old convoy. And, like, drive each other off the roads. We shit. got a geek show convoy driving <laughs> through the night. I'm, uh. I'm Rubber Duck. <laughs> All right. CB handles now. I'm Rubber Duck. Oh God! Uh, uh, clammy. <laughs> Yo, clammy, you got your ears on. Come back, clammy. Yeah. Yeah, clammy. That's a nice set of tank. That's a nice set of uh, cut off you got hanging out from your rearview mirror, there, clammy. I have no idea. <laughs> That's a How do you follow up, clammy? It's hard to follow up, clammy. All right. My mine's black something. Why? No, that's no, that's hey, just black the something. We got <laughs> black. Yeah, whatever something. it is. You got someone tailing your black whatever, something. Whatever it is, they're going to refer to you as black feller. <laughs> or, no, black <laughs> feller. Actually, I, I will. That's, that's I will it. go black by feller. Black feller. Black feller. Black feller. You got your ears on. Yeah, come I just, back. Understand? Uh, understand? This here's clammy uh, trying to get a hold of black feller. Ten four there, black feller. I was just pulling into Battle Mountain. I was going to pick up a couple uh, horses. Ladies black and gentlemen, the adventures of clammy and black feller. Hey, black feller. This is you know what I Over. There's a, there's a terrible fucking movie back in the day. I believe Paul Walker stars in it and Steve Zahn called Joyride. Yeah. Yeah. And the guy's name is Candy Kane. <laughs> there you go. That's yours. No, I'll be, do Candy Kane. I'd be Sundown. That's, that's, that's Sundown? Sundown. From Top Gun? No, it's too late. Yeah. No, it's too late. You're black, fella. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's already Say been Say Sundown chosen. all you want. It's not happening. <laughs> all right. He's just in his truck like, and, uh, <laughs> keep hearing black, fella. Lee, you're, like, Lee, you're the grazer. <laughs> 
<laughs> What's I'm yours? It's, a, it's free range. What's yours? <laughs> I'm quad T. I'm no, man, you custard. You Captain Custard. custard. Oh, Captain, <laughs> custard. Captain Custard. He's quad teeth. <laughs> quad teeth. I got four of them. Uh, let's uh, wrap this up here, Mr. B, if you would. Um, it's actually Ham and Michael Ham, you guys. <laughs> Get ready for Marvel Universe Live. See Spider-Man, Iron Man, Thor, Hulk, Captain America, and many more as they battle Marvel's most sinister villain for control of the ultimate source of power. Journey into a universe unlike anything you've ever seen and experience this epic event live. Marvel Universe Live. Kids tickets are $15. Restrictions and charges apply. Playing Vivint Smart Home Arena February 11th through 14th. Visit SmithsDicks.com. Did you know we have real superheroes here in Utah? One hero in particular is attorney Ryan J. Bichelle. Ryan can save you from serious situations. For instance, an experienced and aggressive representation with a personal injury claim. The cost of an accident that isn't your fault can be great and cause serious financial crisis. Get the compensation you deserve from someone who's there to protect you. Contact the law office of Ryan J. Bushell for a free consultation and mention Geek Show for a special Geek Show fan discount. Call 801-612-9505 or visit rjb-law.org. Hi, I'm William Shatner. Uh, I was in Star Trek. The longest-running TV show in history celebrates its 50th anniversary. Star Trek, The Ultimate Voyage. Rediscover Star Trek's best moments from film and TV projected onto a massive 40-foot screen. The most recognizable music in TV history will be performed by the Czech National Symphony Orchestra, making this the biggest musical tribute to Star Trek ever. Star Trek The Ultimate Voyage, 50th Anniversary Concert Tour, one night only. Kingsbury Hall. Tickets are available online at tickets.utah.edu, by phone at 801-581-7100, or the Kingsbury Hall box office. This live concert features music from the original series, The Motion Picture, Wrath of Khan, Voyage Home, Insurrection, The Next Generation, DS9, Voyager, and more. Star Trek The Ultimate Voyage at Kingsbury Hall, Friday, April 29th at 8 p.m. Tickets online at tickets.utah.edu, on the phone, 801-581-7100, or the Kingsbury Hall box office. Not in Utah? Try StarTrekUltimateVoyage.com. All right, you've waited till the end of the episode, and we thank you for that. We now go to globetrotting movie critic <laughs> Jimmy Martin, who uh, these interviews took place in, in L.A. Yeah. Uh, for uh, the name is it finest hour or hours the finest hours the finest hours before I forget yes because you like fancy hotels and like I, yes have you heard of a place called the London in West Hollywood I've heard of it I've never stayed there stay there ooh it's amazing ooh I, I was like shocked I'll have to show you pictures I like took pictures of my room and I just sent it to Kat she's like God damn it I should have gone <laughs> you know I, I when they flew me out for uh, Star Trek uh, uh, Into Darkness we stayed at the Roosevelt right mm-hmm. across the street from from the theater this place is right across street from uh whiskey a go-go oh up on up on the right on sunset sunset yeah oh. it's if you get a chance to stay at the roosevelt i've been there it, it's a great hotel yeah it's, i went through a bowling alley it's one of the oldest hotels in hollywood and the room that i stayed in there was a photograph taken i believe in the lobby of get this david bowie <laughs> you could just stop there that'd be cool mick jagger okay and lou reed <laughs> wow Together in the same photo. Just hanging in out. In the lobby of the hotel. Jesus. And I thought to myself, man, 
That is uh, that's the coolest thing. Anyway, sorry, we're getting off track. <laughs> God, to talk in hotels. Get me going about. It. I love fancy hotels. All right, <laughs> one of the things I love to do on my days off. Um, <laughs> let's see. All right, so the finest hours. Finest hours. This is uh, this, D- Disney has perfected the heartwarming true story movies. You know what I mean? So like, this is this is based on a true story. True story about 1952. Uh, technically, the story it follows one rescue mission. It mentions the other, but in the same day. These giant oil tankers, mm-hmm. there was a giant storm off the coast of uh, New England, mm-hmm. they split in half, like no shit, like in half, and the front part goes down, but yeah. somehow the back part- The back half stayed up? Stays up, like it floats, but it's ripped in half. These fucking oil t- I mean, I'm sitting there going like, this is amazing. Like, you know, like, I mean, it seems like it'd be bullshit, but like- Well, no, with the, with the bulkheads, yeah, if, you it, cl- if you close the bulkheads, you could do it. It's I, still flooding in, but there's like these- you know, the Tanks at the bottom are, are keeping it buoyant, and but like wow. it's still it's still sinking you know, slowly but surely. Okay, and so the, and uh, Chris Pine uh, plays a guy named uh, Bernie who uh, basically is sent on. It, it's a suicide mission, but obviously he pulled it off. Spoiler alert! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, otherwise we're not making a movie. We wouldn't, we wouldn't get the story. We wouldn't <laughs> yeah. be able to tell the story. So, but uh, I mean, I'm just sitting there watching this, going like, "Holy shit! That's... It's just it's crazy." <laughs> so the fact that this I would have I would have sitting there going. I talk on the radio for a living. <laughs> I'm not real. I'm yeah. not a real human being. Right? I'm these, not. These are real men up there. Oh, God. I mean, there's, a, there's yeah. they ride these little boats that are like 36 feet long. Yeah. And like, they can go like 20 feet underwater going through the waves. And I'm wow. like, what are you fucking hanging on to? Like, I, Jesus. Mine'd be my balls as like, I screamed. They're like real agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., man. <laughs> exactly. They're like superheroes or something. So uh, interviewed the cast of it. Okay. Good time. We'll start off with the love interest, uh, Bernie Weber's, uh, well, fiance at the time, uh, Miriam. She's played by Holiday Granger. Holiday Granger. Great name. Good, fabulous name. She's gorgeous, too. All right, here we go. It's a pleasure to meet you. You too. So in this film, they actually say that Miriam... Uh, the other girls don't do this. You know, to you, what makes Marion special? I don't think it's that she's special. I just think it's that she's not from this world mm. and not uh, her journey through this movie is uh, is understanding this world. And, um, uh, and for her, obviously, it just feels so natural to go with her her gut and if she's scared she's going to try and <laughs> you know she's yeah. going to try and do something about it um and i think so part of her process is the learning that this is quite a scary world and to be able to deal with it mm. as a wife of someone who who is living this every day you kind of you kind of have to take a step back otherwise you will end up living every moment with them and there's nothing that you can really do how did you get to research miriam did you speak with family or friends or i met her daughter, Patty, um, uh, who took me on a tour around Chatham, mm. uh, which was amazing to kind of the, to see the, the sights, to see the Coast Guard office and the lighthouse and the, to actually step foot on the boat. But it was Patty that was showing me around and yeah. uh, she gave me a few little snippets about her, her mom and about her mom's life and mm. uh, what, uh, and just there's a lot of love in that family for Miriam. So it did feel like, um, you know, it's quite. It's, it feels like quite a big feat to sort of step into that. Yeah. And <laughs> what was your initial reaction reading the script and like seeing this incredible story and realizing that it's true? It wasn't quite until I was in Chatham and saw the size of the boat that mm. I quite realized what an amazing feat it was. Um, because I, I mean, the the actual thirty six five hundred is tiny. It is, uh, and if, you know, in the movie they have a, a pretty much an identical replica of mm. it, um, and. Just the the idea that so many men could even be on that boat without sinking it yeah. is uh, uh, is yeah. So I th- and it's a 
it's a tremendous story of, of bravery and like defying the odds. And uh, um, I think it's it's one that's I'm amazed that we all haven't heard it already. Yeah, I read that uh, the way that uh, they met Miriam and mm -hmm. uh, and Bernie, it was it's kind of like a 1950s version of online dating. <laughs> Absolutely, completely. <laughs> so what did you think, what, what was your reaction to their like instant connection? It's like an old school fate sort of going with your gut and I love the fact that they were speaking on the phone. Um, uh, I think in actual fact Miriam overheard one of Bernie's conversations and listened to his voice and thought that is the man I'm going to marry. Mm -hmm. um, and to, uh, I just love the idea of that being a kind of, you know, love at first hearing, <laughs> let alone love at first sight. In this film there's a lot of singing when facing peril. Mm -hmm. For you, if you were going to face the ultimate odds, what song do you think you'd start singing? Oh, uh, it, would it would probably be like, You Are My Sunshine or something. <laughs> like something disgustingly sweet. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's an absolute pleasure. Nice to meet you. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you, Holiday Granger. I love her accent. I just She's like saying that. I'm British. <laughs> I love British accents. Uh, next one. Uh, Love him. Great actor, Casey Affleck. Casey Affleck is in this. Trust me, I wanted to be like, is it cool to be Batman's brother? He's he's a good actor, <laughs> Oh, he's too. really... Casey's great. And yeah. it's funny, like, in this movie, you, there's a lot of mannerisms, I think, he that he and Ben are uh, picking off each other. Or it's just that that's the way they mm -hmm. are. I don't know. But I, I was like, there's a lot of Ben in there, you know? So. Now, now, Casey usually plays kind of a weirdo. <laughs> he the, the character he plays is named uh, Seabird, if I remember right. And uh, he plays this engineer who basically works in the shadows mm -hmm. and knows the boat like the back of his hand. Okay. And, He's like Scotty. And, and in the, you know, again, true story, when the front part ripped off, all the captains and all the, you know, head, you know, head chiefs, they sunk. They, they went. Down. They all died. Okay. So there's no command in the back of this boat. He's probably and, and he's like and they're like you. This one guy's like you know the boat better than anybody. You need to go up there and tell everybody to knock the fuck off. Like because they don't know what they're, they're just running around with their heads cut off. You yeah. Know? And uh and so they're like oh they're gonna do the lifeboat but like they'll just break apart. You know the storm's insane. You know so he basically takes command and he's and he's a guy who doesn't cool. doesn't take command usually but he 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 owns it and so uh, cool. So here is Casey Affleck. Yes. Pleasure to meet you. Me too. What do you think for your character? Why did what ultimately made him come out of the shadows and become a you know become the command? Well, I think that it was a sense of responsibility, and they didn't have a choice. Yeah. Uh, you know, the the in this story, you've got this this very poorly made 500 foot oil tanker and caught in this terrible storm, it splits in half, and uh, the front half goes down. Uh, and that's where all the 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 captain is, and all the officers, and all the, and so. Um, you know, I find myself being the kind of highest ranking guy in the ship, uh, but I've never been in that position before. <laughs> so I've got to try to not only um, get the men to sort of believe me and follow me and do what I say, uh, because they aren't sure about me either, but I ha also have to figure out how to drive a boat that is uh, ripped in half. Yeah. Uh, and it's pretty incredible what they do, you know, and uh, what he did. What was your initial reaction? reading the story and discovering that it was true. Well, I was surprised I'd never heard of it. I was from Massachusetts. I spent mm. a lot of time in Cape Cod. That's where, where this happened. And um, But, you know, um, 
I hadn't, and, and I, I wanted to find out exactly how much of it was sort of made up by the screenwriter and, and what wasn't, and they were pretty faithful. You know, they, yeah. they, there's a lot that wasn't known, obviously, but everything that the people knew about what happened is there in the movie. Yeah. Um, and it's so incredible that embellishing it would be sort of pointless. It seems like Boston and Massachusetts and itself was represented really well in this film. Was that a connection for you and a draw initially? Definitely. I loved it. I t- the, the, the few times that I got to go to set on dry land and see... Cape Cod sort of dressed up as 1952 with all the old cars and you know it's really kind of beautiful and romantic in an old-fashioned way you know it's it's snowing it sort of looks it looks magical and uh, you know having spent so much time there in my life that was nice for me. What's it like working and and you can describe the set a little bit too because it's a massive set that you guys were on uh, working with thousands of gallons of water dumping on your head. So the set was, you know, inside this big, basically, an air, it's like an airplane hangar. It's very, very cold in there. It's sort of exposed. We're shooting in the winter and the fall. And uh, they've got these rain machines and wind machines, and they're in this <laughs> gigantic pool, t- uh, swimming pool that they've built. And um, they just turn the rain machines on and the wind machines on, and you get drenched. And you get wind, you know, hurricane force winds blown in your face. And it, everything that you've planned or thought about is just goes out the window. And yeah. all you do is try to, like, s- communicate to the other person <laughs> what the lines that you have to say and um, just not, not fall over. Uh, so it's kind of, I hate to say it, but it's sort of easy, yeah. you know, in some ways. Uh, just, you just put up with the, the elements a little bit, and yeah. I think it looks real. There's a lot of scene in this film when, when peril's coming and they're like, you know, we don't know anything else to do, let's just start singing. For you, if you were facing ultimate death, what song would you start singing? Let's see, uh, the theme song to um, The Love Boat. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's I don't a know. good answer. <laughs> thank you so much. Casey Affleck, thank you. Yeah. All right. So last but not least, uh, it's weird. Sometimes it's weird when they pair people together. Yeah, like it's you usually think your lead star gets his own room, but sometimes they yeah, because like, you had Leo and Tom Hardy in yeah. the same room for the Revenant. It's probably their decision. Like you know, maybe it's more fun to sit with your friend. I would. Well, I would rather you know probably. do it solo. <laughs> so, uh, so the last room is Chris Pine, good old Captain Kirk, and uh, Ben Foster, great oh, character actor. Yes. So, uh, so they're they're together. Uh, good guys. You know, it's it's funny. You could you can tell that I I think that's what it was. That they kind of get along with each other, so they're probably just like, eh, I'd rather spend eight hours next to my bud. <laughs> that's what I would rather do that. So right. here they are. Here we go. It's a pleasure to meet both of you. We use well. So at the beginning of this film, Bernie is he follows every order without question. And he starts discovering these you know kind of rebellious, I guess motives. I would say he's kind of discovering the qualities of another captain that you portray. As a leader, do you think you can balance both sides? Yeah, I think uh, what. It seems like as storytellers we're always interested in is not someone who follows the rules just for the sake of following the rules, which Bernie does in the beginning of the film, but someone whose strong internal moral compass is mm. so um, so uh, so strong that they, in the face of overwhelming odds and overwhelming pressure to, to do otherwise, will follow what is right and good. And that is what Bernie does in the end, and I think those are the stories we as human beings keep on telling one another. One thing I noticed really well is the, is the accents. How did you guys kind of wrap your, your brain around the accents and getting that down? There's a great audio recording of Bernie uh, telling the story of what happened that night in uh, February 18th, 1952. So I just kind of took my cue from him, and there's a musicality to how Bernie speaks, and, and uh, I thought gave a sense of... Um, 
the humility of this man, which is he didn't want to tell, he didn't want to constantly regurgitate the events of, of that night. He did his job, he did it well, and then he went on and worked the next day and the mm -hmm. day after that and worked for 30 years after that wow. uh, without any sort of pat on the back. And, and there was kind of a... Uh, a matter of factness to the musicality of how he spoke, and I, I don't know that I liked. The, the film has a lot of singing when facing peril, and uh, mm. if you were to face ultimate, you know, probably certain death, what song do you think you'd start singing? I'd be in falsetto for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh my heavens, that is good. When the levee breaks by Zeppelin. It's <laughs> a good one. It's a good one. Uh, let me ask you, uh, who do you think so far is more taxing? Uh, Fandom-wise, is it uh, DC fans or Star Trek fans? Uh, I mean, I just entered the DC universe. I'd probably say the Star Trek fans. But you're, prepar you're preparing yourself. <laughs> oh, I don't care anymore. It's just like it's too hard to care. Right. I hope they like it. If they don't, <laughs> you know, whatever. Don't it. They have to. <laughs> Pleasure meeting both of you guys. You as well. <laughs> so now you got to tell me, Chris Pine, in person. God damn it. What's he smell like? Yeah, he smells good. <laughs> smells good. But those eyes, man. It's those blue really? eyes. God. I could, yes, I, that's what I see. Yeah. I had a, a friend. Uh, she's based down in uh, Phoenix. She's down in Phoenix, and she's on the junket, too. Mm -hmm. And her question to, actually, Holiday Granger, because there's a part where they're dancing, and it's kind of funny because she actually proposed to him. Like, oh, she's it, like, well, you marry me. Yeah, yeah I cared. Well, in real life, in real Miriam life. did propose to him first. And, and she goes, uh, when you guys were dancing, you proposed, was that just an improv? Like, as you were gazing into his <laughs> eyes, like, was that even in the script? <laughs> she's like, because I would just propose immediately. <laughs> yeah, he's a good looking man. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, well, that's what I say whenever I sit and watch Star Trek Into Darkness on my big TV screen and mumble, Lee, you're wrong, you're wrong. And. <laughs> As you, stare into his eye. And as you heard, I love it. You can kind of tell. I think he's just done with like negative fans. Like, yeah. Because he's like, I just, I don't care. Hey, anymore. Chris Pine, I am too. I'm done with negative fans. You're not going to change their opinions. Exactly. So I think he's just like, screw it. If they like it, they like it. They don't, they don't. It's a space show. <laughs> well, this is a water show. Water show. But we were talking about the space show. <laughs> okay. And DC, and because he's going to be in Wonder Woman. Uh, uh, yes. Thank you guys for sticking around and listening to these interviews. We appreciate it. Uh, Geekshowpodcast.com. Go there and click on the merch button and buy a t shirt. Excitable James will mail it to you anywhere in the continental United States for $25, right? Flat. 20, 25 flat. Boom. It's nice. Yeah. Okay. He and, even gives it a kiss before it goes. And a good portion of it, uh, the, the proceeds go to the panel. Oh. All right. So they can buy beer. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs>